0: I promise
1: I'm trying not to be super braggy about it, but I did have to do once because Ginger's in here and he's gonna do stuff like that.
0: <laughs> oh, shut up! What does is, what is Ginger have that he can hold against you, though, Cole?
1: Nothing. No, I'm just I, one time to rag on him, and then we're good. Just one time.
0: To be fair, I to I fair I, I got him like almost it. every broadcast.
2: There's a reason I stop. There's a reason I let uh, Venom's kicker come in. <laughs> <laughs> I, as soon as I was like, "Hey, we can use Mikey," I said, "Fucking bet, take my shit out."
0: <laughs> Jeff,
3: yeah. How are your How's your offense
0: coming? Uh, still searching for it there, Tom. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. I'm you actually. Play I'm this actually week? no, I'm not no. This week. I I play Notre Dame this week on Tuesday. Right, because I don't know, play. I don't know why Mike keeps putting us on Tuesday games.
1: Because you're somewhat good, but not Notre Dame?
0: Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but I'm like I'm just waiting for you think to, the I'm just ready for us to I be st- releg- Dele- uh, relegated to Thursday.
4: Uh you're gonna have to uh make sure that we start winning, but you no. Know. <laughs> oh, I I mean, hey, that. we, we <laughs> moved up a time spot though. We're we're the early <laughs> game on the You first. know, I think he did
5: a really
3: I think he did a good job this week because there's there's a there's relevance every night. Mike yeah.
2: knows what's up by putting the Michigan working game slot one on Monday.
1: That's gonna be, and something tells me he's gonna put me on the Monday games again.
2: Oh boy! Oh, uh, dude, we are. He was in the Michigan. He, uh,
0: he was like, I can't believe you, because uh, I took off because Tuesday I was supposed to see Buck when he came into Kenosha. That didn't happen. So on Wednesday when I got on to like Skype, he was like, uh, "Did you did you hang out with Buck?" I was like, "No." I was like, the dude didn't even like text me saying, "Hey, where, you... when, and where?" You gotta, you gotta stay on. Bucky. So he was like, "You took off, for and didn't even hit, see him." I'm like,
1: "Nope." I feel like we'll do this on the broadcast, but I kind of want to go through this week's games, see what would be fun to broadcast.
0: Yeah, and we could start. Right. I, I, <laughs> I got you guys. I started recording when, when. Uh... See,
1: I, that's what I said. He never tells us when he starts recording. Uh, I started. I started
0: rec- start recording it, it. No, when uh, when you when you uh, when Cole bragged about himself winning the broadcast. Oh, oh, really? That's <laughs> what we're leading with. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh. It was totally. Ex- I did not think that was actually going to show come up, and then I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Right. yeah, wonderful. It was wonderful. after. It was after you mentioned. You, it was after you mentioned. I won. Bro- like that next sentence. So. And you're like, I just gotta uh, say it one time. <laughs> that's a
2: hot start, baby. We are off to a good one.
1: Well, um, dude. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Jeff let, secretly let me... <laughs> just waiting for it. All right. Yeah,
0: let me let me start this up.
3: Hurried up as Terrence Jones his fifth catch of the night.
4: I mean, I, if I was West Virginia, I'd call a timeout just to slow down the pace and get back in their groove. And now
0: Iowa going to snap it and throw it deep towards the end zone. Wide open. He's going to get gone.
2: That's a touchdown, Josh Constant.
4: There's, uh, there's Constant. It's the third catch for, I believe, 80 uh, 80 plus yards there. Um, he was their go-to guy last game. And, you know, come and clutch it at, towards uh, the end of the game. This, uh, West Virginia have a good uh, one-minute offense there.
1: Missouri figuring at least something I will call it a minute and a half exactly on that third quarter clock the option to the left side and Riggs is going to get this ball back he's got a cover that field and no one even near him Riggs gives Missouri the answer they're looking for.
2: I said don't abandon the run and they go back to it why not it's the play they've scored on before this time just from a lot farther out that option is going to be deadly if Missouri keeps it going and once again Great blocks there by the wide receivers. Look at Williams II with not one but two great blocks out there for Riggs to be able to score. That is what they need to keep Riggs going.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Yellow Flag Podcast. This is a, actually a special podcast uh, because we got broadcasters on for this week, and we're sure we're sure to get into some Week Three action for sure because we know CFL content gets everybody talking, but this is going to be a good one. I'm Jeff Malnition. I'm going to be kind of the MC for this, for this podcast. I was looking for the right word and I found it, but we got good. We got a lot of great guests coming up for this one. Um, and it's sure going to be a good one. If you guys are always interested in what's going on behind the scenes and you know how we got into maybe the positions that you guys that are listening want to get into and we're gonna bring in the round table and we're gonna start with the ad for florida state uh tom pence aka grin what's going on tom how are you doing tonight doing good how about yourself I'm doing well doing well
3: just uh doing some uh some sims
0: same here for uh,
3: this upcoming uh this upcoming matchup
0: with Clemson. That's going to be a good one. Uh, That's going to be a good uh, off uh, running versus defense versus uh, maybe not so, maybe not the greatest defense versus a high-powered offense. So that one's going to be, that's going to be good to see what Clemson team shows up. Also joining this round table, uh, he's getting his start first season in broadcasting. Been doing well, progressing well. Tiny. Hey. Hey.
4: What up? Just chilling, waiting, waiting for this podcast all day.
0: I'm I'm sure it's been on your mind. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And then uh, we got two heavy. I mean, we're all heavy hitters here, but we probably got two of the more iconic i would say broadcasters uh hopefully it doesn't get to their head um actually we'll start with the ginger matt
2: uh you know it's always a good day jeff speaking to you feels like we're back in the booth and i just hope to be as iconic as cole one day you know i mean (laughs) i hope to just be lucky enough to win broadcaster of the year and gloat about it
0: well that leads us into the last uh that's what we that's a good segue (laughs) And that is going to bring up Cole Mantel, the broadcaster of the year. Everybody, I guess it's the people's champ. I'm, I'm, you are the people's champ, Cole.
1: Not for long, with the way it's <laughs> been going on this podcast. <laughs> How you guys doing?
0: Well, how's the broadcaster of the year doing? First off,
1: uh, the words were taken out of context. I'd like to issue some sort of hash apology. <laughs> <methodology laughs> no, not about play, just play to it. <laughs> I guess I'm the villain now.
4: Hell is over.
1: Well, I guess I'm. I am I getting? What is it? I guess I'm the villain now. Well, something like that. Good to be here again, in a bit of a more serious tone, and uh, let's do this.
0: Yeah, let's get into it. So, um, we'll start with with Tiny because you're the, I guess, the fresh meat of this group. Um, like, what got Ooh. you into potentially wanting to be a broadcaster, and ultimately? applying for it
4: well uh i started uh with this small uh xbox group for mortal Kombat 11 and i became a a host slash color guy for fighting games and uh i think it, trans- it translates well uh, not, unlike my speech right now but uh yeah
0: so what is, uh, how has it been? You know, just, I know you started it's, in, it's only been it's, a couple games. Um, I think maybe four. four uh, yeah, You did two on week one, then two last week. So how has it, how has it been for you? Like transitioning and all that?
4: I mean, it's, it's still a challenge. Uh, cause you know, I mean, I've been, I've, I've been color on both of my, uh, both of my own team's games and, you know, part of me wants to watch the game and you know be like damn why are they doing this but at the other part it's like oh man that team is really good across the ball um i think i play the the uh upset coach in the booth wondering why his team so not doing what they're supposed to <laughs> very well
0: <laughs> yeah and that's always the tricky thing and that that's uh that's big to be for someone, you know, new coming in and, you know, having to broadcast your own your own game. Uh I know and, I've I've done it a a bunch of times. Uh and it this was this past week was probably the one where uh I wish I wasn't on the broadcast, uh, but at the end of the day you gotta keep rolling with it no matter what and just keep calling it.
4: Yeah. Uh one of the good things was uh three out of I've I've called uh the four games that I've called—I've called, I've called uh, Boise, Nebraska, West Virginia, Tennessee—and then uh, this past week I have called West Virginia, Iowa, and uh, Tennessee, Boise. So it's like I'm getting familiar with names of at least three teams and <laughs> know how well they're doing, and you know I can call out. You know, uh, you know the the first week Boise, Nebraska is like Ryan Smith is Boise State's offense total because he had all but 13 yards and then you know I bring that you know that knowledge that you know everyone should you know do just basic stats and it's just like my god Tennessee only had eight percent third down completions cool uh that was that was fun bringing up stats and stuff especially your own team it's like man 90 yards rushing that's 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 fantastic
5: mm-hmm.
0: Nice, I'm. I'm. Can't wait to see like from here, and then see in week eight and see the progression. That's gonna be fun to see. Uh, let's co- just keep going down the line. Uh, Ginger Matt, what's going on, Hatchel? Uh, what got you into uh, broadcasting a couple of seasons ago? Now,
2: yeah, um, really, it was just I kind of found the C uh you know I, it just all goes back to how I found the CFsl which was randomly through an Instagram ad I was scrolling through one day and saw it and <laughs> you know joined the league and you know I had a lot of fun just kind of off the bat I mean especially yeah like you mentioned I jo- started calling a couple seasons ago this is only my third season in the CFSL as a whole so um and I mean I started broadcasting my first season I was just like yeah it seems super cool. I'd like to get more involved in it some way. And about that time, Mike posted the message saying, hey, we're taking broadcasters. Um, If you're interested, let us know. And I had a little bit of experience uh, doing uh, back in my undergrad days of college, and I guess a little bit in postgrad as well. uh, Just a couple episodes of a baseball podcast here and there with um, a good friend of mine from college. Just We couldn't keep it going just due to distance and stuff, but I was able to at least. You know, send that off to Mike and he said, yeah, we'd like to bring you aboard. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun to definitely to go with what Tiny was saying. I mean, calling your own team's game especially, it's, in my opinion, the most nerve-wracking thing because something I like to do is try to stay neutral, even if, you know, as someone who is currently on Michigan, you know, if I'm calling an Ohio State game, I'm not going to be, you know, bad-mouthing Ohio State. If I happen to be on a Michigan game, I'm not going to be praising – our, you know, play, I try to keep it neutral, but that first season being on a uh, Southern Cal at the time, and my very first game was, I remember it vividly, it was a Southern Cal game where my player caught the game-winning touchdown right at the end. I I tried to do everything in my power to, like, contain my excitement, and I think I did a good enough job, but I told Mike later, I was like, I want you to know I blacked out. I didn't know what I said, but um, it's been fun. It's been great being able to be a part of this broadcast team and just kind of this giant group of guys we have.
0: And uh, you know, it, it it the I think the best game, maybe, that, one of the best games that I've had was the one. Who, it was you. It, it was you and I. It was the Michigan game against Wisconsin,
2: and no, I, you missed the field goal. <laughs> was that the one where? Is that the one where I yeah. was calling it as if I was also as yeah, if I was my that kicker was, was that was, was the one where we kind
0: of we kind of had you know you miked up as the kicker because
2: we know. did because we didn't realize until. Kickoff started. That oh wait, Matt, you you're the kicker for Michigan and like game <laughs> and all, and I'm like, oh yeah. So we we just called an audible, and I called it as if I was our my kicker with a headset on, yep. And I missed. The field. God, yeah, because the uh, ball, it, kick- it was a
0: cold. It was a uh, to give you. Cre- I mean to to give you as uh, as much uh, credit my as possible. It, so no, it was it was a cold game. So that that no pun intended. That ball was hard.
2: It, man let me tell you it was like kicking a brick out there
0: literally and figuratively
2: yes.
0: uh it, we'll we'll get more with the in depth as we go on cole what's going on man how's it going that is what
1: i said how are you what how is how's it going
0: oh it's it's going good
1: why is everything i say suddenly me having a stroke i don't know
0: I don't, I don't know either. Are you having a stroke? Do we have to call nine one one?
1: That's not what I... Uh, is this how a politician feels when every word you say is just taken out of... you? Well, didn't you... Like
0: did you not just say that is every word I'm saying or does every se- thing I say sound like I'm having a stroke?
1: Uh, are you having a stroke right now?
0: Not yet. By the end <laughs> of this podcast, Spock, I might. <laughs> this podcast might give us all the strokes.
1: Oh, man. It, it might. All right. It, it, you had a it, question, it, I assume? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. I mean if Cole, if you want to run the podcast, I mean with I, go for it. Uh
1: well
5: I'm, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm not making I'm not to, making that joke. I'm not to, making that joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you, you might just end up running it one day. Um Oh no. <laughs> and the funny thing is Mike Mike uh, has to deal with all of this on some a daily uh-huh. basis. <laughs> Um, uh don't... so what oh, got oh, what, yeah. what, what got you into broadcasting as we get this back on track
1: Uh what is even the track you know is it just a set of metal metal things that you ride upon theoretically You
2: no, like it
1: no. This is <laughs> good So um <laughs> clearly Mike just saw how intelligent and well th- thinking and how well thought out and how well spoken I am I thought, no not really <laughs> I saw an ad I think it was season 11 Am I right on that, Jeff? Because we started the same season, right?
0: I think so. Yeah, season eleven, uh, or maybe season.
2: No, 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 no I it was eleven. Season ten. See, I can jump in on that because I my first season was season eleven.
1: Yeah, I feel like yeah, I've been ginger as well. We were on YouTube, what, and we so that was was it.
0: that during because season eleven was when we had the stoppage before. and the short season. Before, before,
2: before, season, it was before, so it was before season ten. Se- season, oh, no, 11, no. season eleven. Season eleven was Matt.
1: Well, yeah, season 11, it was before the season, because it was, like, at the beginning of the season before all that stuff happened. Um, well, season
0: 11, they got they had to get rid of the Mac because to fill teams. and Then they went back with it season 12. And then they stopped. Maybe for it season, was season. And then they stopped season 13, which was last season.
1: Yeah, maybe it was season 10. You're right. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I started on YouTube with the Mac. Um, honestly, like, I was a college student at the time. Technically, I'm still a college student now. That's a whole other 10-hour story. But, uh, um yeah, you know, I just you got started with it and uh, had fun with it. And then it, obviously it grew much more than that with, um, you know, broadcasting, admin stuff I do now, pro league stuff, which I'm looking at a YouTube upload. The first week one is tomorrow. So, yeah, I, I mean, it honestly just grew out of, hey, you can earn some money, have some fun, and uh, grew into something where I, I know we joke about it, but I'm very grateful for obviously the love that the fans have shown me this last season and, and all the work they've done. No, Texas—the one—they're my biggest supporters. You're thinking of Oklahoma.
0: No, I'm saying you said the love that you get, and I'm like, well, the love of Texas. I
1: thought you said and Texas, like as in.
0: Yeah, because they're New World. they're your number one supporters.
1: Yes, they are. Uh, well, maybe not this season, but last season they were. Yeah. They're already 0 1 with me. And I this said season. I
0: said that to Jathan when we were calling the Texas game because we, you and I, called the Texas game where they lost in week one. And then Jason yeah. and I called them week two and they won. So I'm saying that Jason's gonna be broadcaster of the year because he called a Texas game and they won.
1: Uh well they gotta win eight in a row, but if they continue to win, we'll see. We With see. uh Jason calling, them. yeah.
0: I'm sure Juby will have something to say about that. Like the, the <laughs> He will. Yeah. Grin, welcome to the party. Or the shenanigans. Uh what uh what got you into uh Broadcasting um, back when I don't even know when you started, to be honest, that was a while ago.
3: It's been a while.
0: I, I you know, I'm I, I've been doing it a while, but I'm kind of the junior guy because
3: it was Saturday games mostly um, that I would call. And uh, Jeff's been in the league uh, same as me. Jeff four season season four.
0: Uh, I was season three, so I beat you okay. by season. So, so uh, just a season I, less.
3: I, but Jeff will remember I did me and another gentleman in the center league anymore i did like all the content writing for like three seasons and uh and i just you know really got into it and then one day uh michael's like man you know all these players and stuff why don't you uh do a game with me i was like well you know i don't have the stuff set up because no come on out to the house and, and do a game and i said okay i'll do a game um i was i was doing you know, Jeff, you and I were pretty much regulars on the podcasts mm-hmm. on Mondays. And uh, so I was like, you know, I'm already doing the podcast. It's not like it's going to be, you know, <clears throat> it'll be kind of fun. And uh, called a game, uh, did play by play at color for Mike. And it, we just, it was just something about him and I being, you know, I, I've had the privilege of when I call games, I'm always at the mothership in the studio with him. And <laughs> the energy just, we kind of feed off each other and I've been blessed to get some epic, epic games. Oh yeah. And, uh, it just kind of stuck and stuck. And, and, uh, you know, we went away from the Saturday games and you know, I had been talking to Mike and I said, you know, I need to get back to calling some games. And Jeff's been kind of calling me out a little bit over the last couple of seasons of, Hey, I want to call a game with you. i want to call a game with you. So, we're getting the, uh, I've got all the computer set up, so I just got to get a little better audio set up and, uh, and roll with it. But it was just, it's just fun. It's, you know, when you're calling a game and, and we've got some guys in here, you know, Cole and, and Ginger and you, Jeff, just some of the excitement that you hear from the broadcaster, it brings something to the game. And, uh, and we, I get, I get so into it and, and it just, I don't know. Kind of gets addictive to where you just want to keep doing it, and uh, and that's kind of how it how it's transpired over the seasons. I've been doing it, and uh, you know, you've got you know Cole and and Ginger have gotten their little uh, tag team duo going as of late, which it's it's great to hear them call games. And and you know, Jeff, for a while, you and, and Buck were calling games together, and. And it was fun to do, and, you know, that's a big part of it, I guess. And I'll, I'll try not to get too long-winded because I have a habit of doing that. But it's just, you know, going from the writing part of it and doing the podcast to wanting to do a little bit more and and enjoying the games and, and, and getting to the call them. And it just, you know, I kind of got hooked on on doing it.
0: Uh, yeah, this, and this is, uh, this is the podcast for that. I mean, this is, uh, you know, kind of, ripping behind, kind of ripping the curtain open And kind of you know getting into more of the behind the scenes type of things and um, stuff we go on. Um, I know Cole Cole brought this up last podcast about doing something like this, and it it's uh I'm sure this is gonna be maybe uh probably top three. I'm hoping for most listened to um, podcasts. uh, Hopefully, Um, but Cole, I know if I don't know if we want to get into it yet um but the whole praise the blimp um oh <laughs> it, it, i don't know if that's the time right now or, or if we should say that th-
1: i mean it depends uh, am i the only one that i'm probably the only one that has those kind of superstitions in the booth yeah uh yeah
0: because i kind of do but i
1: i mean i have stories if that yeah i mean podcast we have stories
0: yeah i mean why not i mean but. if anybody has Has stories about anything that that has gone on i mean
1: that's
2: that's i mean we're not yeah like
0: i mean
2: anytime go ahead i was just gonna say like anytime i get asked about like so far like what's been one of my like most common things that i remember from a game or like i guess not not best memories but something that i remember it's it it, and it goes till last year where you know i will say this we we have constantly constantly ragged on Cole about broadcaster of the year yeah you know end. but i i will say in cole's defense because he likes to be very modest about it (laughs) um there was there was a game last year that me and him were calling and you know all of us know how the games work and how we call them but basically on my side i was getting about three frames a second from mike i was just i i was getting like short intermittent clips but i could still hear you know, game audio and cold, they were still coming through crystal clear, full bit rate, everything. So I'm basically doing color, only able to see the start and end of a play. And basically just assuming, taking like what's been happening on the play, I'm basically just being able to go off a of Cole. And that, that's it. That's the only thing I have to go off of that entire game. And I messaged Cole, I messaged Mike that on on discord during the game. They didn't know until I brought it up after the game was over. <laughs> and I said, Cole, I said, Cole, you, I want you to know you carried me through that game. And him and Mike are like, what do you mean? I said, did you guys not see the Discord message I sent you? I was getting on basically zero frames. Cole, I was running off of you that entire game. I, I do remember that now. And, yeah. apparently, and, Mike, and Mike told me, he said, he said Matt, I want you to know at this point, that's one of the better games you've called. And I'm, first I'm like damn that's kind of embarrassing thing <laughs> but then I'm like, but, to, but to me you know again for all the flack we get we give Cole for broadcaster of the year I mean like the fact that he legitimately carried me through her game and neither him or Mike that who someone who we all know how much he watches this broadcast stuff to make sure it's yeah. all running smoothly the fact, yeah. he, the fact that he couldn't tell that entire game mm-hmm. is to, to me that proves that Cole you did deserve broadcaster of the year last year. Or yeah. You very much at least deserve to be in contention for because you, again, legit carried me through a game with me getting three frames a second.
0: So it, was that like the... Has that been like the only thing that's happened to you?
2: Um, I mean, th- it was hard when I was first starting out because, you know, even now I'm calling it off of a MacBook Pro. <laughs> you know, not the most advanced setup in the world i'll say yeah. but oh, you yeah. know back when i first started i mean you know i was i was calling games you know i just i just graduated i just finished grad school so i just moved back home i'm living with my parents Our two dogs who won't shut up you know i'm, I'm <laughs> oh that running was a off.
1: last year yeah yeah not as bad yeah,
2: as I'm, murph's dogs though not yeah. as bad as murph's luckily but you know still then, you know i'm running off of you know a wireless internet connection that's being shared by me And three other family members with X number of, you know, appliances connected to that Wi-Fi like like it it was the the fact that Mike legitimately said that he would bring me back for for another season was honestly kind of shocking. (laughs) <laughs> because i was like cause realistically <sighs> cuz he was like in you know i'm i'm using a decent headset now but even then i was calling him off of apple earbuds plugged into yeah. my laptop like, i was running with i was running with the most like 2010 youtuber setup you could think of and so it, it so like that was just tough because i was you know getting not great audio quality from myself or the game i was getting OK frame rate, but, you know, I was getting a lot of stop stutter. There were times where I would just completely drop out or I'd have to mute myself because I could hear my dog start to bark or my family walking past or something. So it it, it was definitely tough starting out, just kind of that entire first season. Any game that I would say I call it in season 11, it, it was tough. Um, but luckily, I've made changes now. You know, I'm in my own apartment, decent headset. I've now made the, even hooked up to an Ethernet cable for my own laptop just so i can have the best quality i can so small improvements over time
0: what about you tiny have you had anything in the four games that you've done
4: um well i'm kind of in that situation where i'm running off of a laptop um just a hp laptop that is unable to be hardwired to anything um i've i've had two snafus uh week one i dropped out and everything went black and luckily, you know, Murph was there to pick up where, cause I, that was the first game. That was where I was play by play, which was the, one of the most difficult things I've ever done. I'm not going to lie. It, it'll, I mean, it, it will get easier. I, 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 you know, with practice, but then uh I don't know if anybody noticed the five minutes of silence during uh, the First game on YouTube on Thursday, but Murph's internet and everything just went out, and my mic for whatever reason stopped working. And audio, like I, they couldn't hear me. And you know, Mike's in Discord freaking out, like, "Is anybody gonna talk? Somebody talk!" And I'm just like, "I, I'm trying to. I'm here. I'm talking." And like, he's like, "I hear someone moving around. Who is it?" And then you know, Murph, Murph finally comes back, and I have to switch out to this. Terrible headset, uh, and I'm just like, hey, yeah, that was a weird technical difficulty. And after the game, he was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "My mic went out." And he goes, "So it was both of you?" And I was like, "Yeah." It was just crazy. Like, but that's that's about it. But yeah, I'm I'm working. I have like this cheap Astro headset and you know an HP gaming laptop that I used to use for my my old job now uh whenever i run broadcast i i go up to my office and set my laptop on the desk and plug it into a a a, like a little 20 inch tv that you know also plays dvds (laughs) like it's just like one of the cheapest setups i've I've ever seen and i mean i think it works for me as of right now (laughs)
0: Nice. Yeah, I, oh. I uh, there's a couple um, like that snafus uh, for Murph and myself. Oh, it was. Well, that's uh, not, what I was gonna
1: say. That's how. Uh, no, I was just gonna say that's how Praise Thy Blimp got started. Is a snafu like that. So <laughs> the it
0: was the Clemson Florida game, and for anybody that remembers, it was season twelve. I want to say, and Tim's was having his stellar season. And Clemson was down maybe twenty seven points or something like that. It's it's the it was the biggest like could have been the biggest comeback if they would have won the game. It was a week. It was a weekday, and it was the or maybe it was a Saturday. I can't remember. It it was it was Florida Clemson, and us all of a sudden, I I didn't know that there was a storm brewing outside of my outside of our place right now. And as soon as the storm hit, it shut everything down like laptop and Murph just had to pick it up. And basically everything restarted for me again, basically what happened on Wednesday in the Ohio state, Kentucky game. But that was a power surge. (laughs) It was, it was weird because all of a sudden everything went black and I was like, Oh shit like is is something going on outside but really it's illinois in april so really it's it's either a snowstorm or a tornado or something but it was nothing it was a power surge because it came it went off came back on went off quickly came came back on for like a little bit went back off again like three different times before it went completely black and then i went to the I was like, well, crap, uh, now I don't, <laughs> I'm not talking now. So then, and Jathan was by was by himself. I went over into the garage to look at the uh, electrical panel, making sure, like, everything, I was going to restart everything, but then as I went out there, the power came back and I was like, okay, let. I'm just going to stay here by this electrical panel, let's see if it's going to stay on or not, and luckily it did, everything kicked back on and that and it, oh, yeah. it was weird that it like that the a storm brewed in and i mike was like what happened jeff i was like uh this was at the florida clemson game and i was like mike like a storm rolled in unexpectedly and it was like one of those like humid days where
4: pop up storms yeah, yeah
0: where it may especially in the midwest i mean there could be no storms and then all of a sudden you have a tornado or a tornado watch and then you have a thunderstorm warning and it was one of those where it just rolled in from like Iowa and yeah so that was that was that was crazy and i had to luckily the everything came back on while it was raining outside but that was a crazy game too because that game went into over no that game was in the fourth quarter and then florida ended up pulling it out eventually
1: yeah I, I mean, it's similar, so I guess it's time. So the Praise Thy Blimp story, because I don't think it's said much on the broadcast anymore.
0: No, you, you uh, only say it before the... I say it before the broadcast. Yeah. So,
1: well, yeah, like when I'm on with Mike, he'll make fun of me for it sometimes, or you say it sometimes. So before every broadcast that I ever do, and Ginger knows it's tiny if you ever broadcast with me. Grant, I don't know if you've ever broadcast with me, but... Not um yet. Yeah, before every broadcast... Yes, I but, have. Yes, I have. Me, I, you, I feel like you... Me, you, and Mike did a game, all three of us. Yeah, I was going to say. Which I have a funny story from the three-person broadcast we did on Monday, too. But um, before every broadcast I do, the last thing I usually say before, or like one of the last things I usually say before uh, we mute or when we're doing a sound test, I go, praise thy blimp. And it's a similar story to Jeff's. So I don't remember the game, but it was in season like 12, I think. Um, Or no, maybe it was season 11, like my my second season doing it. the broadcast, it's just a regular broadcast. Things are going well. It's one of my better games. I'm, like, doing my stuff. I'm feeling good about it. I think, you, Jeff, you were on that broadcast, right? Was it you and then Mike came on to We'll oh, sure you were on the broadcast. I
0: don't remember. I would have to know the game. Yeah. I've done so many games that – Yeah, I know. I've done
1: – like you said, Clemson, Florida. Like, Clemson, Florida was the first game I ever did. That was my first broadcast. But also, like, that was in Season 10 or 11, whatever it is now. And I don't remember. It all blurs together. But anyway, the point being – um I was at Auburn, and I was in the student housing there. Um, And at the time, you know, it's a pretty good building. It's just, you know, the tallest building around. So it was storming out behind me and all that. And the apartment complex, I don't know if it was the apartment itself or if it was just the complex itself, got hit by lightning, like directly hit by lightning, so all the power went out for a few minutes. And the last thing I saw before that went out, and I, like, had to reset everything and panicked, and this is the first time this ever happened to me, was when it said – we were at halftime, and you'll see on the animation there's a blimp that comes over on the halftime animation in uh, NCAA. That was the last thing I saw, just a picture of that blimp, and then, <laughs> boom, just completely gone. It was really funny. Um, and so I come back, and like you know, we got it all set up in midway through the third quarter, and it was a good game. Obviously, uh, I don't remember the teams. It was a while ago now, but ever since then, I've said praise thy blimp as a superstition, and I've not had. A power-related issue during the game. Ever since, so it's a superstition now. I always have to say it.
0: So where did the SpongeBob come from then?
1: Oh, the SpongeBob. Okay, that's funny. That that's all. Oh, uh, that, you guys think it's like oh Coleman does this? No, that was Mike. Like a hundred percent. What happened was where I'm on a game with Mike. One of the Monday night games. I f- again, I don't remember the teams because i Was that the last season.
5: Game.
1: Yeah, it was last season. It might have been like week two or something. Like one of the week two or three Monday night games. And I literally was – no, no, no. Mike wasn't on the broadcast with me. I was on the broadcast with either Mirth or you, Jeff. It might have been you, and I remember that because you were making jokes about it as well. <laughs> um, I, I, so when I was a kid – and this is the backstory to this. When I was a kid, before the SpongeBob episodes that are like memes now that are really popular, like season one through four of SpongeBob that is really popular, I just had the season one, two, three, and four d- DVDs. So whenever I'd go on a long car trip as a kid, <laughs> I'd just watch that. And so, you know, I knew a lot about it. Um, and so, you know, to this day, I'll make a, you know, so I, someone does something funny. I might do a SpongeBob line, like, I'm ready, I'm ready, or something along those lines. And I don't remember what line it was from SpongeBob, but I said something along those lines. Jeff goes, like, what is that from? I go, it's from SpongeBob. And then Mike, who's producing the game, <laughs> is in the background. And he's like, all right, well, if Combs going to talk about Spongebob, we're going to seize on it. <laughs> and so he went online. Oh, and I could see this. Oh, was,
0: oh you, wait, you saw it?
1: Yeah, because like, you see his screen, right? So you yeah. saw him like going through his screen, find, like Googling Spongebob images or GIFs, putting them on the broadcast, setting it up, and then having it play whenever I said anything. Oh, was
0: yeah, that oh. was. Yeah, that was that when he was doing all the. No, but he had the GIFs ready to go in one of the games that I was calling with you.
1: Well, so the game, the first game that happened, he like, you could see him literally Googling it and then he puts it onto the, he sets it up in OBS and all that. And then afterwards he just saved it. But yeah, he literally like Googled SpongeBob GIFs, dragged it, set it up while I'm calling this game (laughs) uh, with, I think it was probably either you or Murph, and then started whenever I was talking to start (laughs) using them. It was really funny. And so that's where it started. It's not like I know all of SpongeBob. It's just, you know, uh, (laughs) it keeps happening. I guess, and I, whenever I, whenever I say something semi-related to SpongeBob, or someone makes a SpongeBob joke now, Mike is always ready with those gifts.
0: What about you, uh, Tom? Any inter- I mean, uh, I know, I mean, I know if you've been at the, like the mothership, so um, the, I'm the, sure I there mean, hasn't I, really been a I, lot.
3: No, I listen to you guys, and it's like, man, all this stuff's going on, and I mean, the worst thing I have to deal with is a cat that may <laughs> occasionally get up in my lap or.
0: How often? Oh, yeah. How often? I mean, he's. I thought Mike would do a good job, at, like keeping the door closed. He does every once in a while.
3: One will be in there like, right before we'll start, or maybe at you know, at a uh, in between games, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I'll just leave the cat in there," and and you know, he'll he'll wander around. But I'm, I have my cord pulled to where you know it's it's up off the ground because I I get animated like it, you know yeah it, it's, it's like watching two people having spasms when him and I are calling the games because it's like hands everywhere and moving back and all this. And, and, uh, and, <laughs> and you look down and you have this cat literally like between your legs staring at you and you're thinking, man, what if he jumps up here? And, uh, <laughs> but he never does. I think Mike's got the fear of God in them and they don't, they just, they just kind of ponder around your feet every once in a while. But, but it, it's kind of cool. Cause you'll look down and, and, and uh, you'll have a cat sitting down there. We we don't have any snafus other than the uh that Florida Miami game where I think if it, we probably would have had no voices if we'd gone to another overtime.
0: <laughs> that was that's still the craziest game, and I wish it probably would have went into another overtime. That oh, was amazing, and you know I believe
3: it was the game before that was. Gosh, it was such a great game. What was that game? Yeah, I, can, I, I can want to say it see was going Kentucky. back to it. It was maybe like Kentucky versus.
1: This is Missouri the season
3: or, eleven, right? Missouri or
1: Iowa? No, this
0: was season twelve. That was uh, when season Zeus 12. Thomas went <clears throat> off. Cole. Oh well,
1: well, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm That's saying, right? Like, yeah, yes, I'm aware of the game, but I'm like, what season yeah, was the game? Season twelve. <laughs> was it twelve? Yeah, I feel like Kentucky
0: yeah. was the game before, and 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 that no, game. Oh, Kentucky. Was... No, it wasn't Kentucky because they came in last season. <clears throat>
1: Yeah,
5: was,
1: the game but, before
3: was just off the rails. It was a great game too, and um, we had to follow it up with that game. And uh, I
1: kn- I remember that though. Yeah, um, I mean I remember because I was watching it live. I it was wonder coolest. if I could go
0: back. I'm gonna search in the broadcast channel because he's got he he's got every.
1: Well, yeah, but um, every schedule, all... you know. Yeah. Okay. The. Uh, hmm. I can see
0: when right. he's mentioned
1: season 13. It's, it, no, it's,
3: we, season... we
0: very rarely have anything that,
1: I
3: mean, it's nothing goes wrong. It's it's Mike. He's he's so prepared. And, yeah. Uh, you, you know, and it's, it's, it's a treat to call a game in there. And, you know, I hear these guys talking sometimes. Like, I'm looking at this tiny little screen trying mm-hmm. to, you know, and I, I just, I couldn't imagine having to call a game and you're, you're, you know, with me I'd be wearing a pair of readers and <laughs> if I was doing that and trying to be able to see everything.
0: But you know, Mike's got such a great setup and you know, that you can
3: see everything in the sheets that are on all these monitors. Oh, it
0: was I got it. I got it. It was it was back it was September fourth of twenty twenty one to twelve PM Central Time was Oregon at LSU. Followed yeah. Followed by Miami and Florida.
3: Yeah, and that that Oregon LSU game was crazy because I mean it was like a track meet also, and uh, for a while. And it's just it's great calling games with them and and uh, but we don't we don't get too many uh, anything crazy. You know, I have to pay attention. It's muted before you take a drink or
5: something. You
1: know? Uh, let's see. Yeah. I'm just pulling up the stat lines from that game, that Miami Florida game, for reference for our newer viewers who haven't who didn't see that game.
0: Uh, shenanigans.
1: Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Odie. The you, QB, had, you, had really, re-
0: yeah, you had a kick return yeah, touchdown. So we'll get
1: to we'll, oh, we'll get to that, that in one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that the one? The one that's in the intro for the, like, t- to this, mm-hmm. like yeah. to the yeah. intro For the yep. um, broadcasts. So Odie, uh the still QB of Miami, 42 of 50. 379, four touchdowns, two interceptions, two rushing touchdowns as well. Again, this is on the t- this is the quarterback with the less good stat rating. Um, let's see what else here. Um, there was me, obviously, Zeus Thomas. Let's see what did he have? I like again? how you it just was...
0: measly say me, obviously.
1: Well, you were talking about it. I know. I, know. I only had four receptions that game. Yeah, but you had for 34 30
0: yards. Touch- I thought you had. But a yeah. <laughs> I, I did, I had a kick return. Yeah, but I thought you had like a deep bomb too. Nope,
1: that's, not that I've had some big games, but not that one. So yeah, that one, just four receptions for 34 yards, except for, you know, the kick return touchdown, which is probably one of the better highlights in Miami's history. It was hilarious. Um, you I were on, on Zut- that team, were No, Big Murph was. Thomas. Big Murph was. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was
0: in Boise getting routed by Auburn.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, Nathan Murphy only had one tackle in that game. Let's see what else. So Ronnie Blevins, this is the guy who lost the game, by the way, the quarterback for the losing team. 52 of 77, which I believe both are still Florida school records um, in a single game. 514 yards, which I also might be a CFSL record or like Wait, top five that? or something like that. What was that? 500, 52 completions. I mean,
0: yeah, 52 is not even in the top five for a game. How in many completions? Florida? Seven. The seventy-seven attempts is tied with Matthew Lemieux, who also did it in season twelve. They're all season twelve is for passing attempts. Ronnie Blevins is fourth with seventy-seven. Thor Savage did it twice when he was for at the Ohio, Mac when he was at yeah. Ohio with eighty and eighty-one, and Terrell Allen at EMU with eighty-two passing attempts.
1: Yeah, All I, I can one of those games.
0: For the passing attempts. But, yeah, Blevins is on there, tied for uh, fourth.
1: Well, does I, 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 oh, the first. Pa- oh, the
0: passing there. yards? How many passing yards?
1: Five. I don't know if it's a record now, but no, 515.
0: Yeah. 515? Um, no, you got to get. No. We've yeah. got some
4: 600-yard games. 515. That's child's play, dog.
1: And <laughs> numbers, I do have to
4: pump those numbers up.
1: I do remember this, the nine passing touchdowns. I know it's not the record anymore, but at the time it was some sort of record. It so,
0: was. no, yeah, because Doug Day broke it, got 10, season 12 yep. against Ohio. Yeah. Blevins got 11, I think the same week against Toledo. And then, yes, Day I did do it you remember that because I called that Toledo later. game. Yeah, Day did it a season later with 11, which tied Blevins against Miami. And then Croft did it last season against Iowa. With 11.
1: But yeah, at the time, yeah. So again, 52 52 of 77, 514 passing yards, nine passing touchdowns, and no interceptions and a fumble. And it was like, again, I'm just watching this game. One of the most insane things I've ever seen. I was
0: getting drunk in the backyard because it was a nice day out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, all I'm doing is just sipping like some Trulies or something listening to Grin and Mike go absolutely crazy play after play after play I mean
3: it, it was it, it, you, oh it was like you were waiting to see what was going to happen next because you'd have just this amazing player I, what was Levi's numbers in that game
1: uh, let me pull it back up I believe I don't even think he had oh let's I see I think let's Fozzie kind was. of
3: might have outshined him in that game
1: so both Thames and Fozzie had over a hundred receiving yards. <laughs> if you, you include Ano, he had ninety-six receiving yards.
0: Oh my god, that was a th- four-star, three-star.
1: Yeah, Thames had five touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> Brown and Ano each had a receiving touchdown as well. Um, Thames is the one that had like a seventy-three-yard reception.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because um, there, there was there was uh, Florida went up with a touchdown, and then the ensuing kickoff, Thomas took it back.
1: Yeah, that was, it was like the big touchdown, and then yep, I just it, it, this is the thing, and I think you, I think you said it on the broadcast too, Grant or whoever was on it. Um, Florida Miami games each year. I don't care if Florida because Florida and Miami, their history is up and down, but does not matter. Florida Miami games need to be prime time every season. Like, I the season I before been. this, yeah. The season before this, what was it? Like, 44-17, Miami won. But, like, it was insane. I, Miami and Florida. I guess you can include Florida State in that, too, because the Miami-Florida State. Florida State-Florida. Florida State-Florida yeah. Florida State,
3: Florida State, Florida. Florida State, Florida is always, like, the last. It comes out to the last. Yeah,
1: Florida. it is. Yeah, it's rivalry week. Yeah, because I remember when I played for you, Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got... Zach Howard still is on, like, the FSU all-time sack records because he had, like, six sacks in that Florida State-Florida game. Mm-hmm. Season seven. Yep. It was so hilarious. So if there's a game between two teams in the state of Florida, like, you need to watch it, period.
3: Yeah, it's, it's like, throw everything out the re- window. I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy. You know, Miami had that one off year where... It, yeah. But other than that, it's just been you don't know you, you're nervous in both those games cuz you you never know what's going to happen and when it's florida it's just like you're going to age because it's mm-hmm. going to you, you can score we've scored touchdowns where at the uh it was the game where we're down like four points and um Adonis Jackson we're on, like, our own five-yard line. He still holds the record for the longest rush at quarterback, I believe, from that game. Uh, Florida has him bottled up, and he gets to the outside, and he goes 95 yards for a touchdown to put us up. I, and there's still, yeah. like – there's, there's like, 20 seconds left in the game, and my Florida gets sacked, and the next play they throw a pass. Like, it's like a 70-yard reception – and we yeah. tackle we ta- I think it was Levi Tames, we tackle him on like the thirty yard line. It was like a sixty yard pass, but we tackle him on the thirty and the clock expires and the game's over.
1: I, I don't yeah, I don't know if I called that one, but I also remember last season in a three week this is for Florida State, in a three week stretch you played Florida Rivalry Week, then Miami, or actually it might have been Miami the Rivalry – you played Florida, Miami, and then the first week of the playoffs you played florida again like three weeks yeah. all four. it was so it was like the best three weeks i've ever seen of florida state it was hilarious
3: yeah. it was awesome we, that was when we went on that little roll but it was like yeah they were and that was and you know a little bit of history that was the that florida game before the in the regular season that was like levi was so pissed because the whole time he had he had been at florida and dating back to an hunky um had Florida, they had never beat us. And yeah, I remember they, that. They finally beat us, and then we go and pump. Um, we had a pretty good showing against Miami, and what do we get for it? It's Florida, Florida State, first game out of the box in the pit. And uh, it's like, okay, here we go again. It's gonna it's gonna be one of those games.
1: I'm, I'm gonna put this on the game notes next week for the broadcasters. Um, which that's a whole other thing, by the way. We can talk about game notes, but. Dating back to that floor that first Florida game, so January twenty sixth. So after you guys lost to Auburn, you guys beat Florida, beat Miami, or lose to Florida, excuse me, beat Florida beat Miami, beat Florida, lose to Ohio State, and then you start this season beating Notre Dame, beating Nebraska. You guys have dating back to last season won five of six.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy,
1: huh? <laughs> well, it's a lot of fun. You guys look so good this year. I'll say that. Like it's a lot since of my time. Since was, my time at Florida State, it, I don't think it, I've seen a more talented team.
3: Yeah, yeah but you got to remember back then it was yeah, and it was just so difficult because we did have good rosters. It's just that we had no depth and we couldn't recruit. I mean, those the, when you were there, I think what we picked up like two players because it's we had like six points. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Piston. Oh
3: yeah.
0: So that was all scallies.
3: Yeah. And, uh, so it was just, it's fun to watch, um, right now, <laughs> but, uh, but there's so much that goes into it. And, uh, you know, Jeff, before the broadcast, Jeff was talking about it <laughs> yep. figure something. Out. And, uh, it's, it's like pulling hair because you get something that's working really well. And, uh, and you want, you want to try something different just to throw a curveball. And it's like, but you, you just don't want to mess up what's going on. And uh, and that that's the challenge because, you know, I know we, uh, we run probably 50 sims a week minimum. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's a lot of work. And, you know, I, I kind of miss Cole being on that team. I thought I was going to get him back this year and broke my heart. <laughs> And yeah, I was you, I
5: was, you you I was surprised. other
1: teams.
0: I was surprised Cole was in the transfer portal from Florida State, and yeah. So well,
3: you know, back then, back then, I mean, I can't not Cole for it. He had a great game. That you know, I loved having. having oh him yeah, but we had. Uh, it's just you know that's right when the defensive linemen were just. You had a handful that were just monsters. Yeah. And everybody wanted to be those guys. And and the way we ran our defense, um, we had no secondary at all. You know, we had Toro. Uh, I do remember that. It. That was it. We had Toro and we had Watts. Mm-hmm. Who was, you know, he gets lost in the shuffle with some of the safeties we've had lately. But he's, he was probably the first star safety that I got when I got to Florida That
0: Kevin I, you know, Watts? Kevin re- Watts?
3: Out there yeah Kilowatts. Who? and uh we called him Watts. oh yeah yeah and uh but Cole you know they, they we relied on that defensive line so much and it had talent but it was so spread out that you know he he'd have a game where it was like oh my gosh he's the best in the league and then
1: he he'd
5: yeah the next week like one yeah.
3: tackle and I, I see the
1: frustration. Weird. I mean, you, when you're in the league this long, you see the frustration in players. Well, so yeah, um, if we're gonna talk about history a little bit, my first player in all of the CFSL was Zach Howard. The defense. that's why I put the pictures in there for the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you you got
0: Florida State not, and Notre Dame on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, again, did, you, did is, you spend all of Zach Howard's career, or did you leave early?
1: No, I, I did four years. Oh, okay. Zach Howard. Yeah, so um, that's I'm not tooting my own horn. Jeff, <laughs> actually putting there the chat there. there. There's a reason. There's a reason I'm putting that in there.
2: He's, um, he's already seen the first one. To me. that's the second time I've seen that first photo now in the past like three days. I'm pretty sure. Well, I, <laughs> I was I was my
1: Okay, okay. So on the broadcast this week, yes, I was tooting my own horn on that one. Yes, well, but on this one, I actually do have a point here. <laughs> it wasn't just me. All right, my let, own let's horn. get to it, Cole. Um, so this goes back to what Grin said when I started at florida state that was what season seven if I remember correctly seven mm-hmm. and eight I was at florida state and then I transferred notre dame nine and ten that wasn't because I didn't like florida state that was because just no, you, you, you were
0: know. At, you you were at notre dame eight
1: yeah Not seven
0: nine. no he said seven eight. Oh, he, no you were seven at, eight was, no, it I wasn't. joined season seven with yeah. florida
1: state two seasons yeah and then
0: you, you were with us in season eight
1: yeah, or maybe, maybe it was season six, season six and seven, and then
2: six and, and seven. Nine. I think it was six and seven. No, I'm, lo- I'm looking at Zach Howard's stats right now. Season seven and eight, FSU nine and 10 Notre
0: Dame. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, so I got my, okay. I got my seasons
1: mixed up. I, I was like, I, that makes more sense. Yeah. Season seven, seven and eight. I was at Florida state nine and 10. I was at uh, Notre Dame. The reason I'm putting this out there is look at, if you look at this picture and you guys can look this up as well, cause obviously you can't see it with us right now on the podcast, but, um, the Florida State career sacks leaders, Isaac Frost joins – like what was that? Like right after I left, Bryn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was the one that replaced me. Like Zach Howard yeah. was good. He was a four-star. He wasn't anything special. I, until next week because he's about to get taken by Winter and Barnes, I assume. Um, Frost has 50 defensive sacks. The next guy, second place in Florida State's history is at 15, Zach Howard. That one I was toot my own horn, but that was really funny. But It's, it's my... cool.
3: I, I look at that Cole in you know I always go look at records and and it's nice to see guys that oh yeah you know around there still.
1: <laughs> um, especially of how crazy the league's been the last week. like especially offensive records if you see someone from like season three or four it's like wow that must be an unsettable record or whatever unbreakable. I
2: just like to look at his stats now Isaac Frost and see that you know looking at like when when he first started oh you know seasons like ten and eleven he was at Oregon you know. Eight games at Oregon, season 10, seven sacks. Eleven games at, or, uh, seven games at Oregon, season 11, eight sacks. Uh, two games at FSU, season 14, seven sacks.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he,
1: he is so good. Oh, my goodness. Grin, yeah, I didn't then...
2: really mean this. I do not want to face Florida State like, at any point in time as Michigan because, oh, okay. good, because Isaac Frost would actually eat Thor, and I love Thor to death, but Isaac <laughs> Frost would eat Thor alive.
3: Could yeah. you imagine if Mike actually – because Mike's a dual – Player, he's you know, fullback, te- defensive tackle. Could you yeah. imagine, Mike? Yeah, hey, Buck actually put him at defensive tackle. you put tackle me a defensive season? tackle for one game so I can play beside Frost? Could you imagine those two guys coming at
1: you? Oh boy, bring it! I want to say, oh my goodness,
3: hey, hey Grant, hey, I'd oh, go my, up, I'd go up
0: against, against that. That's because you that. have a
1: good offensive line, Jeff. Yeah,
0: but we're everybody has the same <laughs>
1: offensive line, Cole. But yeah, like a good offensive blocking screen Like the, okay, I'll say this about Ohio State. The offense that they run is very, very good at blocking, like the uh, pass rush. Not this season. Well, okay, we'll see this <laughs> season. But Michigan, oh dear God, you would Dude, like if you can beat Notre running, Dame. Running,
2: si- running, sibs. I'm like, oh man, how many times is Thor gonna get sacked? <laughs> like, I, it's one of the like, I love Venom to death, but I like anytime I run sibs, the first thing I look at is. All right, Thor sack total. Oh, only two? All right, this is a good sim. This is a good one, boys. <laughs> only two sacks this game. Up and up. Here we go.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I guess I'm not really into that. But my, my overarching point why I put the two-point pictures in there, though, is I go to Notre Dame, and then you see that guy named Cameron Wolf. Yeah, those 27 mm-hmm. sacks, which is second most ever by a Notre Dame player, was the same time I was there, or like when I was just finishing up my career yeah. and was starting mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, she came in season eight, and I was really excited because that was when somebody else who wasn't in the league um, was there, and that was the first time I had two women uh, ever. So that was – that's why I wanted Wolf.
1: But yes, uh, fun fact, Zach Howard at two different schools, despite despite being a four-star – is that that is me tuning my own horn a little bit now? Yes, he is yes, top five. I mean, all I time. Like, I, but
5: you I, know I,
3: what's crazy? I, that's the thing that's so great about the league is there are four stars out there that,
1: oh, yeah, oh, 100%. And, mm-hmm.
3: you know, you look at Alexander Barnes, he's a four star,
1: he's the only four star right. on that
2: defensive line.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, there's another me, four star. Who
2: was it? For me, it? it's oh, go not ahead, even like, um, for me, I would say, for me, it's not even just like, you know, I would say it's, I would say it is more advantageous for four stars or easier for four stars to make that bigger impact on defense as opposed to offense. And that's just because, you know, offense, there's not as many, because of the fact that, you know, all the guy, you, you know, you basically lose five positions with the, with the O line. So, you know, that's five positions that you can't really have anybody there able to make an impact. But I would always say still, you know, I've had, you know, guys message me saying, yeah, I think I might create like a wide, a wide receiver or, Something like that, but I'm worried that you know they're not gonna get the impact. I just point to um uh one of uh Alabama's uh wide receivers, um one of their five stars. God, who was it? It was like one of their best he was just there last year. Who am I Joe thinking of? about
1: Stone? All right,
2: thank you. It was idle, yeah. Like, idle. Anytime I look at it, I'm like Joe Idle is arguably one of the best receivers in Alabama history. And he's a five star. You know? I'm like I'm like just that like everybody I think thinks especially for like a wide receiver you have to be an
5: elite,
2: yeah, you know, or a quarterback. You have to be an elite to make an impact. I'm like Joe Idol Cashon is arguably a elite. five
0: star. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Like so, that's what I would say is is especially you know four stars still have a chance to make an impact. I mean, heck, Michigan, one of our best, one of our best receivers is a four star, in Tyler Steele. Like he, I mean, yeah. he made two clutch catches for us last week against Clemson. Like, and he's a four star. So like I would say four stars have their very much so have their place in this league. Yeah. Tennessee,
4: Tennessee's uh, top receiver right now is Johnny Patterson and he's yeah. a four star.
2: And, uh, I was going to Trav- ask about yeah. Travel
0: Stedge is a four star and he's yeah. leading the league in yeah. tackles I think or up, up Oh, I there. thought Travel was a five.
4: I didn't know he was. No, a four. No, 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 yeah, he, yeah, he a four. He, he, he's a four. Well, look at
3: look at Cosmo Woods. He was a he was a three star when he first came to Ohio State and he went to four star. And when I went to Florida State, he was one of only he was the only player that didn't come with me that I wanted to bring with me. He ended up going to LSU. And he had a great career at LSU. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And, and has and has
3: had a decent NFL career.
1: Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of which starts tomorrow. You guys should all watch. I'll be live on the broadcast. I got I'm two gonna watch that
5: Dallas game. Horn.
1: Hey, we—I have to tell you this last. If we're going to talk about the pro league real quick, because we are going to start doing live broadcasts this season as well in the pro league. This last season, obviously, season two. Obviously, we got everything going again. I've said this to the GMs multiple times. I think I've said it in this podcast. The last time I was on as well. I have never been more excited for the pro league than like this season. The stuff that we've brought for it, live broadcasts now during the regular season. Uh, The website's completely done. We got packs, so packs are we redid all of the packs how you get you know what they do um it's just first off it takes stress on me stress off me excuse me because i do less i do more with less time so I, you know i still got to send everything but like um editing rosters is easier now um you know figuring out stuff and organizing stuff on my end is a lot easier and now we just you know everything's good send it off to mike I actually sent it to today to mike and we're ready to go for tomorrow night and uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun
2: well yeah, you also have the greatest kicker in Michigan history, uh, Matthew Hatchell now in the Miami Dolphins. So
1: Yes. Uh in fact, has the Miami game been uploaded yet? Let's see. Nope, Miami so. game is uploading now and I'll put it per, pre- per preview. For which why? is why if we ever Yeah, go ahead. Uh Whoa no, I I can't say that. I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. If we if we ever did betting on the bet sites, I would be, I guess, barred because obviously
2: well yeah I, I'll you, tell you, you'd,
1: you'd have to make the bets.
2: No, oh, you mean yeah. the guy—the guy who runs the thing, gets them ready to go, and sees that final score before everybody. You be banned, Cole? No.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: uh, Bro- right.
2: Broadcaster of the year gets
0: banned. Who? uh you hate. Uh, see it.
1: Well, uh, not I me, mean, not you guys, but you know, maybe you will have a chance one day. Um, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, you you, you want? You want to get? I right? take
2: back wow. what I said earlier. I take it back.
1: Hey, Kelsey's oh, back. That's a good point, Cooksey baby. Uh he, oh, he did really well on my broadcast. I was broadcast with yep. him uh, week one, yeah, but Cook, um,
0: Cook, Cook, Cooksy's good.
3: Yeah, I, last he is, oh yeah, he is, he is the Madden of
1: yeah
0: yeah. He he doesn't really get excited. Uh, he's got that monotone, just like John Madden. And oh yeah, it's like when he speaks, you listen.
1: Yep. Yeah, and it was good. Yeah, um, but to add yeah, actually I go on that last point. Um, there have been times, and I remember a few games last season, like, there was a game, I think Green Bay got, like, two interceptions in a two-minute span against some other team in that division, and it was, like, the winner of that game would have good playoff standings or whatever, and I just watched that, um, and it was insane, like, and again, this is on, like, a Wednesday or a Thursday whenever I sim it, and I put in the GM chat just, like, I can't tell you what's going on, but dear God, you please, like, it's amazing. And the GMs rat, they eat it up. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of you guys well I guess Jeff last season, but you never really did much at Seattle, did you? No. Yeah. But um Yeah. I mean they've asked about expansion too and other stuff with the part league, we'll see.
0: So here's here's a question. Um what uh who, or I guess, well, you know, we got broadcasters on. Who, who's like somebody that you would like to broadcast with that you have? Question uh, was going to come. Let me
1: let you and ask this question for,
3: yeah.
0: at some point. Good question.
1: So, the, is the question who I want yeah, to broadcast who, yeah, with? Yeah. Would
0: you? Yeah. Like, if you like to do one game, like who would it be?
1: Oh, like I have to choose one person.
0: Where it's not going to be a three man booth, Cole.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just because <laughs> like don't really if
0: I do three man booths,
1: we did one this week and it was hilarious. But okay, and well, Grindstone. I, I didn't pay attention. Right? Yeah, and you don't usually do. Maybe I'll. Uh... <laughs>
4: so if I'm well, not okay,
0: I'm not broadcasting.
4: Okay. So. No, when he's uh... broadcasting, he's in Tennessee's uh, or West Virginia's chat and YouTube.
0: Yeah. Oh Yeah. Well, that was because um, that dude was being a <laughs> D-I-C-K. Yeah. <laughs> and it just so happened that now when we broadcast, we have to... Well, I I put on YouTube just so then... So here's, a, yeah. like, I guess, a behind-the-scenes thing. Like, I put on Twitch and YouTube on oh, yeah. one of my yeah, first that's computers. What I do. Um, and, and we can maybe get into this, like, what our setup is. Um, But on one laptop, I will have a... A roster uh broadcast sheet that we that all the broadcasters get i'll have a so i'll have that roster on a tab i will have youtube on a tab twitch on a tab so i could call out the the people on twitch um the youtube i will click back and forth um between like those three tabs to see like what's going on on youtube now um and i do like mike asked if like jeff how do you want to do it and i was like i'll just have it up on a tab that's fine you don't have to like tell me the scores so every update that i give during a broadcast it's i'm watching that game giving live of what's going on um yeah that's uh, actually and then i'll i'll have uh, i'll have the sim league website up just in case i need to type in a, a player's name um but yeah i mean it's crazy um the amount of tabs open um the game is on my tv and then on my my other laptop it's the roster of the other team so then i'm seeing both rosters on two different screens not just
2: on one screen meanwhile my one screen setup <laughs> means i play yeah. out i so so i used to I like what you monitors. do I, yeah, it, I like I, honestly, I like it a lot more. I used to have two screens, um, had to give up my other screen because it was a work screen and I got fired. Um, But anyways, now what I do is I, the roster sheets Jeff was talking about, um, like you said, like we have access to those. So what I do is about 30 minutes before each game, because normally by that time stats have been updated, everything's good to go. I print them out. I, I print them out. I have them in front of my laptop. And I turn on my ring light because the one area of my home that my desk is in gets a little dark sometimes. So, you yeah, that's that's how I call it. Um, if you occasionally hear any paper flipping, that is me going back and forth between the offensive and defensive uh, rosters just to have whoever's up, whoever's on the field right now up in front of me. But that's how I do. I, I print it out. I write. I write stuff down. If it feels good, it makes it. You know we're obviously all about trying to do as much realism as we can. It makes it feel a little more realistic having those call sheets right in front of me, but that is my... I remember the first time I had to change it, Mike was like, are you really doing this? And I'm like, Mike, I have... It's either that, or you constantly hear me clicking the tab button to go back and forth between stuff. It is your decision.
1: No, yeah, I like it a lot, what you do. Um, let's see. So I have... I guess it's not a new computer anymore, but at the time it was new when I first started broadcasting. So it's still the same computer. It's just, I moved back home now I have. And I think if you see this on the CFSL podcast, you'll see me in my, we call it the cave or whatever. Cause I have my, my office is literally right below my bed, which is like on a loft. It's great. Just walk down. I can turn on the PS3 if I'm doing pro league stuff or I have my computer, but I have two screens now. And so, um, I'm like Jeff kind of in that respect. I have, The Skype, which is what we use for the actual broadcast itself. If I'm on YouTube, obviously I'm on YouTube. But um, you have the – first I'll put the broadcast sheets, Away Team Home Team. I organize it. Then you have the team page on the website, uh, Away Team Home Team. Then you have the record book page, which I open. I do all this on my second screen. And then I also – what I do now is the game notes because I do those now. And I have that open as the last tab. So That's like eight tabs I have on one screen, and then the Skype on the other.
3: You know, that's one thing I will say about Cole. He he does go into you know stats, which is, which is kind of nice to hear. Um, yeah, you know, where sitting not not just on the season, but like career. And you know, and we talked earlier when you mean Frost up because you never know what record he's about to break.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, How many records did he break in the last, in that Florida State Nebraska game? It was like three, right? One. One he, record. He
2: tied it and broke it. Yeah. yeah. That's what. yeah. Cause I think he was, I think he's on watch to break another one though, Cole. I think that's what yeah. Yeah, no, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The TFL he, record. He, yeah. He was on, he was, he, we thought he might get TFL that game.
1: He's yeah. like tied with it now, if I remember correctly.
0: He's,
3: yeah. I think he, I, I would not be surprised if another record falls.
0: Did they take? Um, ta- uh, did uh, they take off uh, uh, Frosty's um, uh, defensive tackle from the uh, archetypes, or is he still on there? Uh, I think he, he's probably gone. I don't. Six, I, one, you three. know. I, I, I,
3: I wasn't six, for I, know six, I hope well, he Six
0: one. He's probably Donald, but then added a whole bunch yeah. of strength.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I know, is, I know. Aaron Donald is six one. Yeah. yeah.
3: He's he's a Donald Bill, but I mean he's.
1: It was, it's like legit he's like got, he's you know when injected noss
3: <laughs> you're always talking about the uh, um an archetype that you'd like to see built that would be just an amazing archetype
0: yeah whoever picked it, this is Luke calls last whoever, season so
3: yeah whoever picked it uh, would be pissed like i'm not doing what he's doing he's, he's put a lot into that player oh yeah um, I, so, yeah you know it's it's that, that was part of my my theme of him coming back this year was not just to break some records but you know him and winter came in you know at the same time and and to get to see both of them graduate together and and uh because it's uh you know it, it's amazing it's just amazing you know when you you invest that much in a player and you say hey I'm gonna Go ahead and we go to the NFL my after my junior year, and you're like, dude, really? And, uh, so <laughs>
5: it's,
3: it's good to have him back. It makes makes my life a little bit easier.
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, so real uh,
0: quick, uh, let, uh, let's get into uh, some of the games. Uh, this yeah, week. I was gonna say. Uh, um, no, what no, no, uh, no, no, if um, let's do it from a broadcaster's perspective? If there's yeah one or two games that you want to be on the call for this week, what would those two be? And uh we'll start with the uh the newbie, uh Tiny. What would be your two one or two games that you would want to be on this week?
4: Let's see. Um I mean, I really enjoy watching uh Boise State. That I mean that that team's just, yeah. I mean, yeah, they went up against "quote unquote" not good teams. Uh, I'll throw Tennessee in there, but uh, um, that offense, uh, Ryan, that Ryan, that player, Ryan Smith, is just—it's just fun watching that magic happen. So I want to, I, wanted, I'll, I would, I would like to do Boise State again.
0: <laughs> okay. And they have a good one with Boise coming State up. Washington yes. Yeah, they have they have a good one with uh, Boise State Washington State or Washington. That's gonna be an interesting game from a Big Ten point of view. Um who they're both undefeated. Uh or no, Washington lost uh to Oklahoma State. Um so Heartbreak. yeah. And uh that that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see who gets their first conference win in that one. Um what about you, Grin? What would be one or two uh, games that you'd want to broadcast this week? Or
5: be on the call for?
3: I'd love to be – I would love to be on the call for the Ohio State Notre Dame game because I really – I just – I got a feeling that's going to be – and it's not talked about a lot, and you know, other than the the teams involved, but I got a feeling that's going to be a, a surprise game um, and it's going to come down to the end on it. And those are the games I love calling those those games that, that come down to the end. Um the boy I won't the boys of Washington is just uh, you know Boise's so electric, but after watching Washington play Oklahoma State and seeing what EJ's done with the defense, I want to see, you know, that's gonna be Boise's first big test. Yeah. And see if they can stay as high octane against that defense. Um yeah, there's so many good games. That Miami-Alabama game, I think, oh, yeah. is going to be a really good game. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty easy. The Tuesday night games, Oklahoma, I mean, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Miami, and, and Alabama. If you want to say two games, that's the only night I can never call games because of the baby. But I just think those two, that, that's going to be a night of two really, really good games.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not going to be available Tuesday either, and I'm mad.
0: <laughs> what uh what about you cole
1: so you guys kind of already stole the one that i was going to say boise state washington I, i'll add my voice into that and yeah. it's wednesday as well which i'll we'll see what games i get wednesday i think i'm going to be um what's on the wednesday games yeah i'm really excited for that one so i'll give honorable mention that and i'll give honorable mention again to the ones we've talked about notre dame ohio state and alabama miami that's actually um, my
0: first time coaching or playing against playing notre, notre, notre dame, dame. My former school. Oh wow! Yeah, that's
1: gonna be fun. Um, let's see. Or
0: not first time play, but like the first time I'll be back as yeah. D playing against Notre
1: right, Dame. Right, I was. Yeah, the yeah, yeah,
2: I'll
1: tell you Thursday. There's a few games that really pop out to me. I'm gonna go with Tiny here. Florida Tennessee. I know won't be maybe getting the same amount of hype, but first off, for any of you guys who don't know, Florida Tennessee is a rivalry game. Yep. Um,
4: Third Saturday in October.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, no, wait. No, that's that... Alabama. Uh, wait. <laughs> wait, no, wait. Not October, September. My bad. That's third Saturday in like... September.
4: That's actually what it's called. The third Saturday in uh, September. That's um, that's like... um... um, the
0: Tennessee start coming up with better rivalry uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. names than, I'm you not, know, not third, third happen, Saturday. Though. Third Saturday in September. The first Saturday in August. <laughs> Oh. Third
2: Saturday in September with a waning crescent moon. On the banks of
4: the good. Tennessee River.
3: I really think that could, that could be a good, a really good game.
1: I I, I'm really excited. Yeah. I think you know mm-hmm. Tennessee's
3: had a couple of weeks to kind of figure some stuff out, and they got to watch you know two different styles of defense go up against Florida. You know, a layback and. And not make a mistake and then and a little more aggressive defense so I've i have a pretty good feeling that you know tennessee's gonna have their defense primed up a little bit um that game
1: yeah i um but I, I don't know because i don't like for example i for my pick'em teams which is funny my two pick'em teams my first two weeks play each other florida state and clemson um mm-hmm. those first two weeks so yes thank you uh grand for that week two win um I don't know I'm not no, I'm definitely not picking for it. I have not picked a team that plays Tennessee. I know a lot of people have. My thing with Tennessee is I don't know if they win this game on Thursday, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um <laughs> West Virginia Oklahoma. Yeah. I wish Murph was here. That's going to be a fun one too that game. Yeah. And then really all the Thursday games, like Tennessee Missouri or not Tennessee, Texas Missouri. Um I've already like last week, the last few weeks I've been talking nothing but Missouri's praise. And then Texas as well is really good obviously. Yeah, and Missouri then up the upset. Yeah, all of four of those games on Thursday. I really, I'm mad that I can't call games this Thursday because ooh, those are gonna be good.
0: It really then, isn't. Uh, Ginger Matt? What about you, man? Um,
2: well, one of them, Cole, did kind of steal. I was gonna bring up Florida Tennessee. Um, I like Cole. You say you don't think Tennessee's gonna get the upset. I, for for me, it's legitimately a coin flip. Honestly, I just.
1: I can see uh, it. And, I just... And I know, I know yeah.
2: Part of me is biased because I love Logan. Uh, you want to talk about someone that you want, that someone that I just came in and immediately clicked with just CFSL is Logan. Um, I love that made a death. But also, I mean, you, know, you got to think about it. Florida coming off a big loss to Oklahoma. You know, Tennessee, they saw some chinks in the Florida armor, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I, I think that'll be a great one. Um, Grin, I'm not going to discredit you guys. Uh, me and Jeff had... But I'm going to call the honor of calling y'all's victory over Notre Dame. Um, yeah. I feel just just being able to be on that call, I feel slightly invested into this FSU team. <laughs> as well as the fact that, you know, my Wolverines played Clemson last week and we came away with the victory. So that's just a game from both sides. So like, that was yeah, also was, a fun yeah, game. Yeah, was also a fun game. How does Clemson bounce back? How does Florida State keep riding the momentum? I, I think that's a good one. And I will throw out the game, Oregon, Michigan. I I will be completely unbiased here. I think that is oh, going to no, be yeah. if, if if for people who are listening that don't know the history that's taken place just this year alone. I mean, you know, Michigan and Oregon swapped ads. You know, we got Venom and Horns went to Oregon. Uh, we also brought over Reno from Oregon, and I mean, you know, there were part there were teams teams on both sides that you know players that were up in the transfer portal that. Were compete that we were competing for, you know, AD, you know uh, coordinators and coaches we were competing for. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, this is, you know, I would say both ADs, I will say, have probably said some less than pleasant things about the other team, I'm sure. And so it's, it's you know, I was joking about it earlier in league chat, but this game has pretty much turned into a rivalry game, at least from, our perspective as you know michigan coaching staff we want to stomp them into the turf we want to stomp them into the turf and hope they don't get back up and you know i was gonna say yeah yeah.
3: you can you can tell just by hearing matt talk about
2: it oh yeah it's it and again i i have i have nothing but love for horns but just with everything that's, you know, I, I, like I said, I love horns to death, but just from like a CFSL game perspective, again, like we swap ADs, we swap ADs and then we play each other week three. Like, of course we want to beat them, You know, this, of course this, yeah. we want to beat horns for leaving us. And of course Venom wants to beat his old team. And again, you know, like I said, players were swapping sides. We were competing for the same recruits. It seemed Um. We were competing for the same coordinators in the portal, it seems. So I, like I said, this has kind of inadvertently become a rivalry game. I think it's do, more. Do of you guys need game. a
0: head coach? Yeah.
2: You no, know, we have Allen.
0: Damn.
2: We have Allen.
0: Damn. I'm okay. There's so many. Sub- That's a question for
2: Venom. Game. I look. I'm the defensive coordinator. That's a question for Venom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I can't even get a job at Michigan. Oh boy!
1: I, I was gonna say there's a reason they put this as the Monday night, like the mm-hmm. the prime time, and Mike being yeah, and, the person knows exactly what he's doing.
0: And uh, yep. yeah, what what uh, Oregon I, I, team is gonna show up?
2: Yeah. I, I guess if if I could throw one more game out there, um, they, I they think should have
0: gotten. To... They should have got if they played against like a, a a opponent more evenly matched. And how many turnovers Oregon had against Texas A and M? A better team yeah. would have put them away easily.
2: Yeah, I if, if I give a shout out to one more game that I think people probably aren't expecting, just kind of due to the time slot. Uh, do not sleep on the nine p.m. game on Thursday. I think Missouri Texas. Oh, I think I think Missouri Texas especially. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling something about that game. Yeah. I you know M- Dol- Missouri Domo's done a good job. Uh, yeah, M- Missouri, you know I mean?
1: Yeah, like, we've talked about them
2: again between Michigan playing them week 1 and then calling their game last week I've seen this Missouri team something's starting to get rolling in uh in, in at Missouri and I'm really liking what Domo's is going to what Domo's doing right now
0: I uh I got my eyes on Wisconsin Iowa uh, That's a good one we haven't two, talked about two one and one teams evenly That's matched a rivalry too. Uh, Wisconsin only get only having a nut uh through the first two games of 13 points Meanwhile, Iowa uh, negative nine, Uh, they're right there um, in terms of looking evenly matched. Uh, And I think that Iowa has given up a little bit more points, but they've also put up a lot more than Wisconsin. And we know that Wisconsin is big on defense. Uh, The offense, I, I still need to see a little bit more out of. They... I, I, some people might be saying well jeff what about ohio state uh but just for an uh a content uh, like a, uh me not put it taking my ad uh, ad hat off and putting on a broadcaster um and someone that's been here uh since season 3 that um wisconsin what i've seen from them is you can shut down their offense and then all you have to do is just put up some points on defense on offense when you're the other team has the ball and that's what we did against them last year, that last season, that a lot of people probably didn't think that we we could do that. Um, but you slow down um, their running game, and there are some teams that have done a really good job running the football. All you have to do is slow them down and try to force them to beat you through the air.
1: Yeah,
0: that's what
3: I. The rivalry
1: game, and any rivalry game is going to be insane.
3: So you look I mean, at another, nobody's talked about. Tech, you talk about two teams that have pressure on them going into Week Three: Texas AM and and LSU. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
5: I, I, w- I, w- I would
2: say, I would say this. I mean, if there's ever a week that if you can catch every single game, you should. I think, I think it's this week. I think every single game has a good yeah. storyline behind it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and who, and you know, there's. I don't think this might be one of the better weeks because obviously week one and two we we saw that like some teams were just better. Well, Boise they're not playing a cupcake anymore, or they're not they're oh. not playing a lesser <laughs> team. They're, Sorry, tiny. No, I'm not like. I mean, hey, they're,
4: they're not the playing a,
0: a lesser. They're not playing a lower tier team. I mean, there's. I'm trying to find the you're undermanned un, underman team. They're they're playing. There we, Washington there we go. Though. Uh, yeah, undermanned. I sh- I should say that because it it has been hard for. Logan They're not playing and, and a tiny. team
4: with walk-ons as their yeah. second-string running back,
0: or or like, like three-star safeties. Like now, yeah. you have to play against Washington. Uh, you got to go up against Dion Prince the third. You got to go up against Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Uh, I sh- You know these names should just be popping up in my in my head, but I've only called one Washington game this season. Um yeah, Jeff I, Jeff Staten, uh the other corner. Uh yeah. you gotta go up against August Alexander. You gotta you know, like now we're starting to get into it and conference play is when when we start seeing some things happen and uh just like how Big Brother says for anybody that watches that, expect the unexpected. Well conference play, you can expect the unexpected.
4: Yep. And yep. Sure. And with in Washington,
3: you, got, they, you know, you got to see if Boise can slow down Croft. Oh yeah. yeah, Croft is you picked know up. they're going to be they're going to be dialed up after last week to, to be explosive. And look at that whole conference in the Big Ten. It's 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 taken. It, I could see it taking over the SEC as a conference that every single. Game matters in, you know. So Wookie's not going to want to hear this, and and some of the other teams that were maybe favored. But this is we the don't. year that you could go four and four overall and be three in three in conference and make the playoffs. Yep.
4: Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I'll, 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 the parity keeps getting the parity keeps I'll, going yeah. up. Season after season, I thought last season was gonna have the most parity. Well, now I'm like, all right, this season's gonna be the one with the most parity, and we're starting to see that. All you have to do is go look at the standing standings and see how many two and oh teams there are. There's only two, four, six, the rest are one and one, and you got two, you got five, and then six, uh, oh, and two teams.
2: I it's I was I was in league chat earlier talking with I can't I think it was a uh, it might have been Pokey let me look it up real quick, but you know I was kind of just saying you know a little bit offhandedly you know just be like you know I think I I think honestly I, I think I think the Big Ten is this is the best season is the best conference so far oh no I'm sorry it was it was uh it was Glock Lesnar, um we were talking I was talking with and I was just like I mean because when you look at it just from you know a generic win loss record perspective. You know, Jeff. No offense to your Buckeyes, but you are the only zero two team in the conference. Yeah. Every other team it already and I wouldn't has be least, surprised. You know, one win. This, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't and, be surprised and, if OSU
1: yeah. wins that conference either. Like that wouldn't be a surprise. Exactly, exactly, yeah.
2: Jeff. I mean, any anybody's like, oh, what are you talking about? Don't forget, Texas started zero two last year. And they went to the Natty, but I mean, yeah, it's like I I think the Big Ten, honestly, I I it's a shootout. I think this is legitimately. A shootout. I mean, you know, we've already seen the what many deemed unpenetrable, unbeatable team lose week one. You know, in Notre Dame. Who knows what happens now? You know, Notre Dame could somehow lose three games. Who knows? Nobody. We don't. That's what I love about this conference and this season. In the season,
3: there's a lot of talent in that conference. Like a lot of talent, and not my words. This was a, an, another person in our league who. I do leave his name unsaid, but he's very respected in the league. And and he said, you know, here's the thing. Notre Dame had that error of invincibility. You know, it, it may be – they may only win by three, but, you know, they can't be beat. And a lot of people kind of – I didn't throw out the Wisconsin game last year, but a lot of people threw it out because it was such disparity in the score. But for Florida State to go in there week one – with what we did last season and beat them, everybody that gets Notre Dame now on the schedule isn't like "Holy shit, I'm Duke," and I'm not knocking Wookie. They have an amazing team, and I would not be surprised if he finds a way to get back to the national championship. This is not—you'll never. Jeff's been around long enough; he knows I don't talk crap about anybody. Yep. But yep. now th- that that aura is not there anymore, teams like go in and say, "Hey, we can beat these guys."
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I yeah. Notre they- Dame. Murdered LSU the next week. It's not like they're, exactly, they're good.
0: yeah. And a lot of people picked. I I look at the sports book a lot, and a lot of people were taking LSU against Notre Dame that week yeah. in uh in that first and,
1: rap game.
2: Draft game. game, baby.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I mean LSU. The other thing with them, and yeah, a lot's been said with obviously LSU changing the 80s, but you still got three or four coaches in there. I'm in that locker room, obviously. I'm. And they're running Sims. They're doing stuff. We play AM and and that's going to be a fun one, obviously. I think someone said it before. The pressure's on, obviously. But we'll go to the SEC right now. I'll tell you, I- I've been tooting the horn last season for the SEC. With Florida State is a part of that. This season, obviously Alabama and obviously Florida State, this time around are much improved. I think this is FSU's time. FSU is scary. Like, think, FSU. Like, Green, you're doing
2: I mean, a great job, man.
1: <laughs> Please. Please I mean, do not I, I give us he's... any praise. We, we are the
2: worst <laughs> team in the league, and
3: we've got a, we got a lot to prove. We have a yeah. lot to prove. Just make sure that Cole I... and Matt are
2: on the call. They've called the last two games.
5: And... <laughs> 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 See? No, no, no. no.
2: <laughs> Actually, no, no, Grin. I've been on the call oh, the last right. two games. Jeff called the week, first, the week one that's game. Right. When...
3: That's right. That is right. I'm, I'm your
2: good play luck play. charm.
0: Yeah, yo, yo, good luck, Charm. I called their game and they beat Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, he was on. Okay, I think what I'm okay, just looking he, up now, he, uh, Jeff. We're both good. We, that this
3: season, <laughs> uh, Cole, Cole gets to see you know, he gets to get booked in the locker room where other people don't. And I mean, okay, been, the only reason I look. Of work.
1: The only reason I know what goes on in your locker room, Grant, is because you will not stop pinging at everyone. So I have to look in your locker room to get the I, I have off.
3: to though. You, got, you, you can
1: just do at, State. State.
5: Yeah, you you can do, do at Florida State. You don't uh, but, have to do Florida That's the only that I reason know I know it what it goes added, on your locker now room. That
3: I know it agitates you, I'm, and you're up all the time. That's true. Yeah, I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, I, mean but, I don't really yeah, mind it's, it. It's just kind of funny.
3: It's been a work in progress. It's been, it's been. This season has been. Fourth of four seasons of a lot of planning and putting pieces in the right place and and being able to and get lucky. Shows. Oh yeah, and, uh, these sims we all know these sims can go anywhere that yep. you least oh, yeah. when you least expect
0: it. And that's what the that's what these new people in my locker room are seeing. Like it's not for a lack of work. It's you know, oh, yeah. just what once yeah. you, once the ads put the settings in. It's anything can happen. You know, oh, yeah. It's... The the player itself can do as, as much as they want in the quote-unquote weight room. But still, there is some variance to 50-50.
2: Oh, yeah. As, oh, as somebody yeah. who is getting my first taste in, you know, the sim world and, and all that, um, ju- just the fact that you can change one slider one way, and that's it. <laughs> And that's it. And you can go from your team winning by twenty to losing by like thirty-five. Yeah, it's insane. It's I nuts. Mean, it
0: yeah, I mean, you could keep the same settings still.
5: Yeah, and you keep you win the by, same settings. And you, win and, by you 30
2: and you win by three. I've <laughs> done I've done sims where we keep where I change nothing, and we go from winning by twenty-one to losing by seven. And I'm like, what what happened? What has changed? So like it's yeah exactly. It's that's what I love about it. It's that. You can be as confident as you want in every decision you make. Yeah. And it yeah. still doesn't go your way. And it, there, there is, you know, like,
0: I, I think I've said it a couple times. Like, I didn't run a sim after week eight last season. So the whole pit, it was just what I knew would work. And it was pretty much, all right, let's see. You know, I wasn't expecting, by no way was I confident in – Especially with the teams in the pit, like Auburn could have been a playoff team. Um, you had Oregon as well, and we lost. They kicked our they kicked our tails in um, in week five last season. Um, OU was a good team. That I mean, obviously we didn't play uh, Florida State as well, so they were they were by no means. And then it was it, it it just shows you the variance and what can happen. Um, week in and week out, like who would who would have thought that Auburn was going to go down week week uh, the the first week of the pit?
2: No, nobody. Yeah.
0: Or I mean, I mean you look at the even, book, even Florida. I, I mean, who would have thought that? You know, I I thought Florida State, Florida was going to be a good game. Florida didn't, and you know, Florida State took it.
1: Too oh, I love that Florida. game. I, I, I Florida, thought it was a great Florida, game.
3: Wasn't Florida the one? Weren't they the
0: one going into the pit? No, Auburn was the one. Yeah. Yep. yep. They,
1: Florida they was, the, I
0: think, the two.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But but to Jeff's what he says, it, it, a lot of it has to do with the book you're running. If you you know, I don't, I haven't run it in a couple of seasons. But if you go back and look at, you know, some of you guys can look at those books. I, I we've run, having Adonis Jackson and then Rocco Young in his Ooh, career. Adonis Jackson is a name. Um we ran the arizona book we ran the arizona book a lot so that that's one of those books where once after the first couple of weeks you got it dialed to what you want it. there's not much deviance because you know what the book is going to do you're changing your sliders just a little bit based on the defense you're playing
0: yeah i mean no no telling then what ohio state's going through and I'm pretty open about it. I, I like to be, you know, as open because I a lot of a lot of ADs are kind of they keep everything to their chest. But I kind of be I kind of tend to be more open about it and more like pull in the curtain back a little bit just because I mean we want to get more ADs involved and more AD or more people to want to be ADs and that that's all better for uh, the league in general. Um, so you know and. <coughs> I, I probably, I'm more honest, um, than maybe some, uh, I know, I mean, Tom's one of the honest 80s as well. Uh, he, he doesn't like the, he doesn't like the, uh, the spotlight and I I don't kind of like it either. I mean, I'm not, I don't really just me in general. I don't, I tend like whenever I get complimented or something, it's always about the team because it's not me, it's the team that does it. And that's something that, like I don't, I don't. I I like that we get out a trophy, but also, what about the other guys that are in the league as, or that are on the team as well that don't really get that? So that's that's probably something that I'm. Yeah, because it, it like it's cool that Wookie gets a trophy, but you know what about all the people that put the hard work in as well, like the players and whatnot? Um, I get mm-hmm. it that ADs put the settings in, but you know it takes it takes a village. Um, to come together. Oh,
3: yeah! And... I
1: mean, hands down. The same thing can go with broadcasters too. Like I got that nice trophy over here, but I'm only one <laughs> part of a two man team each Thanks, month. Thanks, Cole. Well, no, seriously. Like, <laughs> with, 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 like wait, wait,
5: Cole,
2: Cole being fun.
1: Yeah, I'm trying. Wait, you guys. Wait. Keep... <laughs> if if Mike was
0: here, uh, 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 Hatchell, your your mic is breaking in and out.
2: Is it, is it actually God? Yes. Oh
0: boy. Okay. Just,
3: uh, you know, uh, Jeff, you 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 hit a, it right on the head, and and I've been saying this since season nine before season nine, probably. We, I, I, mean, if we win a national championship ever, from ever blessed to be an eighty, I I already have a little. I've already got the website and the little bit of money put away that everybody on this team gets something to remember that season because, you know, it is is nice for an AD to have a trophy that they can put up, but it it does take the village. It takes every every three-star, four-star, five-star elite, the coaches that you have that put in the same amount of hours that you're putting in, it it takes – all of you to, to get there because I we were at Ohio state my last two years and he had the same kind of seasons that Notre Dame, I mean, you gotta remember we were the first team to go 16 and zero and, uh, and to lose to Auburn both the sharks, baby years in the first round playoffs. And you just, in you
0: know, yeah, you guys got shot out by Auburn.
3: Well, I that, that, that was, was a, that was a
0: big, that was a big thing.
3: The first shot, the first time we played them, that was that was uh, that was Matt's first national championship game, and it was a semifinal game, and that's the game where we dropped a wide open touchdown second to last play of the game.
1: Was that the game? And, I, uh, mean, I was on the team. dropped in the playoffs. Burnt, burnt, I think
3: so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. I was we on that team, right? Guy, I remember this. Burnt the guy and blown coverage. Where he walks into the end zone, he drops the pass. Next play, we catch the ball on the one-inch yard line. I mean, everybody said he's in, and that's ball game. And he on the one inch, and then we go on, keep that amazing run the next season, and and get blown out by Auburn in the playoffs. I mean, I think that was the first shutout ever.
5: I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't know if it was the first one. Was it really? It was because I know Miami got it last season, but
0: no, they the one that everybody talked about was the first one, and that was the Auburn, Florida, and Ohio State because that was in the playoffs, yeah, In the final game, yep, yep. And nobody was was expecting it, Um, and Auburn. I mean, Auburn had a great defense, but it wasn't like they were unbeatable.
3: No. Uh, and we had an amazing defense, and, yeah. and the AD at the time got over-cocky and point-blank said what he was going to do on offense and defense, and and uh, and Matt was taking notes, and uh,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and he adjusted accordingly.
0: Hmm. And then he went to LSU and got bounced. Bye-bye. <laughs> yep.
5: All righty.
3: But you, you uh, the same thing goes for broadcasters. Though you get these guys. Look at look at Tiny. Look at Jathan. I mean, if they didn't hear you guys calling these amazing games, would they maybe have gotten as as pumped to want to call a game and to be a part of that? And, and then you know, Cole was talking about it, doing live broadcasts for NFL games. You've got guys that may say, "Hey, I'm not ready yet to to call a game uh, Monday oh, night." I want to try to learn and get better and I can go to the NFL, the pro league and call some games that are, you know, they're recorded. So maybe there's not as much pressure.
1: So, uh, yeah, a little bit on that. So the pro league, uh, the recorded games are not broadcasted uh, with live broadcasters. It's just the live game we do. Okay. So what about,
0: so how is that? um, How are the broadcasts going to work then?
1: It's the same way as the championship too. It's the same. Okay. Like, what? What's the question? Like, are we?
0: No, I mean, like, well, I guess it's it's a two parter. Um, are is that going to be more for broadcasters like Nate, myself, and or uh, Ginger Matt? You know, people that are already on there, or is that more? Hey, if you're thinking about broadcasting, let's get you in on the so... first, and then bring you up to. I...
1: So what we're not going to do, just because there's only one game a week right now, is kind of like what the Mac was when I first started with you and Jeff and Ginger and all that. Because um, it is just one game a week. Mm-hmm. I So it's kind of a yes and no to answer. Yes, it's going to be just the regular broadcasters you know and love in the CFSL. There are a few guys that have expressed interest that we're going to look to get in that rotation as well who maybe don't do CFSL games, but we want to see them as well in the pro league because they they're big parts of the pro league right now. Um, I I don't know the full details yet because again can you can you say who? Uh, no, just because I don't know exactly when we're gonna introduce them. But yes, there are new people. But yes, I can't confirm that there are new people that we're gonna introduce. But I don't know, I don't, I don't know who they like. I don't know if they're gonna do pro league games first. If we're gonna, you know, maybe give them a pro league game and they're gonna do CFSL games the next week. So I don't want to, you know, spoil anything. But yes, we do have new people who are also gonna join us as well as CFSL guys. It's up to you guys as well. Like, I know for a fact, obviously, it's going to be – I don't think I'm really spoiling anything by saying it's Mike and I tomorrow uh, on Sunday just because, you know, it's uh, – Dang, I wasn't even uh, noticed. Yeah, I was going to say, this. it's the season opener and all that. But um, in future weeks, yeah, what I anticipate what we're going to do is same way we do it for the CFSL, just include, hey, what's your availability for Sundays? And see who we grab for that. Are you
0: gonna have a separate broadcast channel for the pro league, or is it gonna be the same no, broadcast no, no. channel? Same,
1: same, same broadcast channel, same system. Yeah.
0: Because I know there's a couple of broadcasters right now that haven't really gotten some looks that are in the broadcast crew.
1: Yeah, it, it really because the, the the only thing with pro league is that it's a little bit different because the games and like it's a you know it's a different video game, so it, the games are a little bit longer. So like. Let me see. It's like an hour thirty, hour forty ish versus hour twenty. Yeah, for the average hour
0: twenty. Sometimes you could get by at hour ten.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like Clemson Uh, because they run the ball all the time. So like an hour, maybe hour (laughs)
2: five. Dude, it's so great watching those games. Let me tell you, it is a breeze.
1: (laughs) And then you got what was it? It's until Michigan
0: tries to let them back in by throwing 30 picks. Shut up. Shut up. We won.
4: Shut up. We
2: won. We won. W in our column. The, That's all that. The air.
0: less the worst O and two the two and O team, Michigan Wolverines. Um, two knows better than Owen no <laughs> you, <laughs> <you're laughs> <All> right. two. and <laughs> two.
1: Jeff, you cannot say that. Look hey.
0: Look. You know, <laughs> I'm open and honest. Somebody if anybody the offense is is, is missing. Um, there's wanted posters throughout the whole CF cell in in league chat in the AD boardroom. If anybody finds the OSU I mean, offense, tearing those down. let me know. Um, I'm offering a reward for him. Not a not a what I put in the AD room last uh, yesterday, which I put an award because you're not getting an award for it. You're getting a reward. So I had to re- I was not inebriated when I typed that I was like, oh, that does not make sense. So I'm offering a reward. What it is, I don't know, but it's missing. Someone finds it, but it's also funny that Rogi Rogi said that. uh, um, Well, if they they could search for LSU's offense too, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they find both, then cool.
1: Yeah, all I was going to say was there's a very real chance that um Mr. Hatchell over here is 3 and 0 and you're 0 and 3 this week, buddy. Hey. So I don't know. You <laughs> know what talk-
0: you know, what, you like know what I'm hoping for is if it god forbid if you know this season is just a wash and for Ohio State, and, <laughs> you
1: go zero and seven. He's yeah, you and, beat and Michigan no, needs and, and, and Michigan
0: and needs and it comes down to Week Eight. Michigan sitting there, you know, maybe yeah. at four and four, or like four and three, uh, you know, and they need a win.
2: Jeff, I'm talking. I'd right be happy if, to.
0: To kick their butt out of the
5: playoffs. No, I'm
2: like, you know, right now, if that happens, I'm doing everything in my power to get our defense to just run 100 aggressive. I'm not letting your quarterback <laughs> leave the pocket. I'm letting you know that right now. I will tell you well, that. Maybe, maybe
0: there's... I'll be like Pack and uh, take notes goal, right now.
2: Goal line <laughs> defense, every play, blitz eleven. You're not getting you out of that pocket. You're, you're gonna Yay.
0: run. You're gonna run uh, the Madden special,
2: engage eight. Eight. There it
1: is. There it eight. is. Eight.
2: What do you mean? Eight. I'm engaging 11.
1: What are you mean? I'm engaging, engaging 26,000. You might as well section. just go field
0: goal block and then just let Logan Redloff just row it over you guys. This, oh. is
3: Jeff, <laughs> this is where Jeff wants to run the screen every play. It's behind the defense. It breaks a 99-yard screen play. Oh, oh man!
0: Hey, as long as it's not that receiver screen that happened in the Kentucky game three times and two times in a row, then I'm good.
3: Oh boy! So can I ask each of you guys a question? Yeah, go right. for it. And we'll start with uh, we'll start at the end with uh, Tiny. Out of uh, out of the undefeated, you got three, six undefeated teams. How many undefeated teams do you think there'll be at the end of this week?
4: All right, I'm I mean, open two windows for this. Uh, that that was tiny.
3: are tiny. You still here, hey, man, Yeah, you I'm no, no, no. Yeah, I'm here. yeah, I'm
4: here. Yeah, I'm here. Um, that's tough. Um, I'd say, I'd say half. I don't know what half, but I'm gonna say three.
2: Three. With Thanos Matt. over here. Hold on. Let me. I have to see what the. I have see which teams they are.
1: Um, i one step ahead of you. If you want me? To read, <laughs> you want me to read them out?
2: Yeah. If you, yeah, if you could please do that for me, Cole.
1: Uh, Boise State plays Washington on the road. Yeah. Michigan obviously is the primetime game at home against Oregon. Oklahoma is on the road at West Virginia. Oklahoma State is going to be. What, who's Oklahoma State play? They're
2: at home. They're at home in Nebraska against. Okay,
1: they're home against Nebraska. Florida State, Scott Clemson, and then Alabama obviously with the Miami game. Honestly, well, I let you go. I'm first.
2: I'm going to say. I'm gonna say four. I th- I think majority comes out. The reason I say I'm gonna say four, I'm hesitant. The one I'm most hesitant on is Miami, Alabama. I really am. I I think I something's telling me that game could go either way. Um, but I'm gonna put my money down and say four. I think I think four of the six come out undefeated. I'll really? say that. I I don't think I don't think come week six there's any. I I don't. That's I, I true. Don't see- I don't see a Notre Dame situation happening again. I definitely don't think anybody finishes the season undefeated, but I think this week, I think four, I I, I definitely agree with Tiny. At least three for sure, I think, come out still undefeated.
1: You're not going to like my answer. Yeah. My answer is five. <laughs>
2: five.
1: I think five. I think and possibly six, but I'm going to go with five a little bit here. I think there's a few teams that I'm gonna be betting on or picking in my pick'em that are undefeated. I don't want to. What about or
0: you surv- oh, you're not in a survivor pool?
5: Why are you not in? I a- still am, I am baby. Oh, you I still are am. am. Oh
0: yeah. That's what- uh, and for anybody I still- listening, I have to get that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah um, I have to get people. Just I have to get that out. That'll be out tonight. That's- I so said that earlier. Everybody Florida will State. be. Everybody will get a at everyone at. What yeah. time is it? Uh, probably. Oh, I won't do it at midnight. Dang it. Um, Just be hour,
1: tomorrow, huh? right? Yeah, but um, so, no, yeah, that's so what Jeff my 40. I said. Ooh, sorry. You said
3: five, five, maybe six. Jeff, what do you think?
0: How many undefeated teams are still undefeated going into week four?
5: Uh-huh.
0: I'm gonna say uh- two.
2: Ooh. Well, well, I know I know. Not, I, well, just because well, I, of
0: the – wait, before you guys jump I know, on me. I know,
2: what, I know one of his losses is Michigan. I already know. No, I know I'm,
0: that. I'm saying, did we not just talk about parity in this league?
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: My, my
0: and issue if you're, with if that, you're saying that there's going to be no undefeated teams by week six, why not just say there's going to be no undefeated teams by, like, week four?
2: Because I, I don't see that. I, I just I – really? I don't see that For, happening.
1: Oh, my God, no. Well,
2: to be fair, I don't know well, what the rest of the are. I mean, you think Nebraska is going to
1: be Oklahoma State?
2: Oh, uh, that's one for you. I, let me see what I have. Well, okay, I there's tonight.
1: one. But also. I
2: would, if I was saying four, I was going to pick Miami over Bama. Because something, something's telling me that could happen.
1: I, I'm i Bama on that game.
2: And I think I'd
0: go Bama if, on that game, too.
2: Oh, no, no. Like I said, normally I would, but. If I were to pick, what I think is the most likely, not, yeah. all, I think I think West Virginia,
0: game. I think West Virginia could take OU even though because if when you saw OU in Florida, that was a tight game up until yep. finally OU was like, okay, we're we're playing this game. Yeah, um,
2: Dude, that Cole, was a, that was
3: a that was an interception in the end zone from yeah. Florida
2: going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole, to answer your question, uh, my other one, I I w- it would be Nebraska over OK State. It would. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't tell you why. I'm just like, yeah. If, oh, if you Nebraska, think Nebraska's
1: gonna beat Oklahoma State? If
2: Nebraska plays like good Nebraska, I think they stand a damn. And good we
0: chance. haven't seen the really good Oklahoma State this season, yet that's on offense. That's, on.
2: that's also. Well, I, 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 you
3: got to you got to give Kentucky credit though. Kentucky is oh absolutely under oh, yeah. the radar steam. I think they,
2: they're the best. They are so under the radar. Yes, and they, Kentucky they, Kentucky they, it, should it be two and zero yep i would agree with that i'd agree with that statement as well
0: and Uh, i and here because i i got you guys worked up over what i said we uh, Uh horns has his playbook from seasons ago yes horns hasn't been the same since revamped yep and he should be he he should be on this podcast so i could rip him that one um but we don't know really what's gonna, what Oregon team is going to show up. Yeah, they got the win, but they didn't really look good doing it. And maybe Horns is saying, you know, just because you gave me the Texas A&M book doesn't mean that you could just use your old settings and think that it's going to play out like that. Obviously not. Um, Clemson, can. we saw Clemson week one, but then they also could have possibly – they should have beat Michigan – Hatchell. I mean, I know you guys won, but I I was calling that game with Jathan and that was a close game. You guys let them back in.
2: We shouldn't have done that. I agree. We let them back in. That shouldn't have happened.
0: So Oregon, Michigan, I, I, I could see that going. That's going to be a hard game to pick because I can see Oregon beat winning. And, but I can also see Michigan winning as well. Plus there is still some thing. I mean, Oregon has the receivers. They have Gunny McGuire. They have Zach Cornwall, who no one's really talking about. Has five touchdowns through two weeks. Just a, I, just a, yeah, you know, just to to throw it out there for everybody who's not really paying attention. Um, the Miami, Miami could take down Alabama. You know, slow down their passing attack, force them, force them to run. I mean, it's a freshman quarterback. I would make them. Try to beat me through the air, and see what happens. because um, I think know, Alabama
1: will will roast that Miami defense alive if they try to go through the air. I think that I think Gates is a really good AD so far. What I've seen, I think it's the opposite. I think he's going to try to make them run. We'll see what happens.
0: Um, who else is undefeated? Boise State. Um, I I think that it was just their level of competition, and Washington's going to beat them. Um, yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State. Oh. I think Oklahoma State what Nebraska it's what Nebraska's team's going to show up. That's the question there. Yeah. West Virginia, they came back down they were down 20 to uh what was it 20 to 6 or 20 to 3. Yeah. And they yeah. made it a game. Yes, they ultimately lost, but it shows you uh what a run first team can do. What Oklahoma team defense will show up? We'll see because they're not going to get those uh interceptions like florida we know is a passing attack team so obviously oklahoma played to that and got the victory against florida which is what you want to do you know what a team does take it away and see what they can do and they did that and they got a win uh under and that's the rest of the undefeated teams i mean texas is not um yeah so i can easily see at least two teams being undefeated after this season after this week
2: I mean, I mean, it, it goes to show about the league. I mean, you have just as likely a chance of all six teams coming out three and zero as yeah. you do all of them coming out two and one. That is true. Yes. I mean, that,
1: on my on my point too. Uh, what was it? So I, I said four. I will say you said this. Five. You said five. No, you or said I said five. five. Right. You're right. I, I said so three. I
0: four. I think that is crazy saying five teams are going to come out two and zero. So the three reason I say 0.
1: this. So I I agree with you on the. First point that, yeah, it's very possible I'm wrong here. I mean, it's Coleman, right? Or Cole. <laughs> um, the one that I think, if I'm going to choose a game, um, that Oregon-Michigan game, I'm sorry, Hatchel, but I think I, I agree. Well, no, I, I'll give Michigan that one. And I'll stay with, <laughs> who's the other one?
4: You you changed yeah. so you just, changed, just, so you just and changed and you were going to give him a loss
0: and then you're like, "Uh, well, no, actually, I think Michigan will play." No, no, no. I well, I,
2: I, I, will, I, will, like, say, I would say I think change, it's close.
1: That's what I'm trying to say.
2: I, I would like, say I would like change my I completely forgot Boise State Washington was a game of an undefeated. Um, that's the I would, one
1: like, I think. I yeah. I would
2: like to I am I, with Cole if you were to tell me, "Hey, you have to pick one." I think that's the one. Um, sorry, I like change my mind on Nebraska. Apologies to Nebraska. Um, I just think it is more like I, I like Washington Nebraska. Beat. So do I. Called, I just it is, yeah, I think you call that likely. game with
1: me, Matt. You really think that they're gonna with that offense outscore
0: I don't, Nebraska needs to if figure out gun? their defense?
5: Yeah,
2: that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nebraska, defense? Nebraska's yeah. offense is not the issue. I think Nebraska comes out, plays the offense that like they're basically kind of known for, and they're function they're clicking on all cylinders. I think they can go shot for shot with OK State if here, if, if, especially yeah. if. O- I think they could. It's the defense. It's can they stop OK State?
1: I I I do agree on that one. But my my point with the Oklahoma, not the Oklahoma, the Oregon Michigan game is that it's similar. It's um, what was the one? The one that I think that is is that Boise State Washington game. I think Washington. If I had to choose one game, I think is going to be upset. I don't know who's going to be favored in that game even because Washington's at home. But the rest of the games here, like Oklahoma West Virginia, I love West Virginia. What they're doing this season. And Oklahoma has been shaky, but I just from what I've seen, I don't know if, for me at least, if West Virginia has is at that stage yet where they start knocking off the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State kind of teams. Um, and again, I I I may be wrong. I may be completely wrong here. I just I find it very hard. I think later in the season is we're going to start seeing some of these undefeated teams get knocked off. But I do agree. I don't think there's any undefeated teams after week eight.
2: After week eight,
1: mm. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no undefeated teams at the end of the season. No,
2: nobody no, goes. Nobody eight pulls a
0: Notre Dame. I don't think any. Oh, you guys are giving them a okay.
2: No, I I stand by my call. If there is if there is a undefeated team after week six, I I will generally be shocked. I just don't I just don't see it this year with how with with how I, the I think that you guys are being
0: too lenient and saying by week six and Cole saying I, by week eight. Oh, I no, can I see. That,
1: yeah. No, I can I'm see. I'm thinking at
0: least by week four.
1: You think no, so, Alabama? So, yeah. well, I'm okay. saying
0: only two teams are getting out after this. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If
2: you're saying two teams get out, only two teams get out after this that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: It does. Okay. My my point here, I do think there's going to be teams that challenge for it though, and I think it's the two SEC teams, Alabama and LSU or FSU. Excuse me. I, not that I, I'm saying that the SEC can't knock them off, but. Uh, does Alabama even play Florida State? Yeah, you guys play week, week seven. seven. Week seven. That, like, and then week Alabama, seven. That
3: game circled.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope they give me that.
3: Bulletin but board material. Ask me how many times I've beaten Alabama.
1: How
0: many times have you beaten Alabama? Once. I thought I was ready for zero. Once.
5: Yeah. Um,
1: cri- yeah. But Alabama we went, and Florida State both guess. have that talent. Here we won the SEC was a year. Alabama, and this is because I play for LSU, so maybe I got a front-row seat to this, and I called that game. I agree with most of your guys' points that, yeah, there's not going to be no undefeated team after Week 8, and that it's going to be very hard. If there's a team that has the chance right now to go 8 hey, no, it's Alabama or FSU in the SEC. I agree On
5: with On the that. other hand,
1: though, it's the SEC, so, like, Auburn it might be Alabama week eight and they might be you know like whatever the record's going to be this season or Tennessee tiny might just wreck both of them it is the SEC but like if there's two teams I had to pick that had a good shot right now after going undefeated and watching them yeah Alabama uh, FSU FSU's got a tough I think that comes in I think I, I you
3: guys are giving Florida State a lot of credit um, they have uh, played. Th- they did beat Notre Dame, but Clemson.
2: Cle- Cle- Clemson like,
3: could get rolling. Clemson could
0: get rolling. Um, uh,
3: slow down run. Right
0: force but
3: to I think throw to stay, there. You know, I, I I stay away from that game. I don't. Jeff's known me long enough. I I don't. Um, I don't pick my team. Even <laughs> yeah. you know, I just don't. But if if I was going to run it down, I. Michigan Oregon is a pickem in my opinion because there's so much hate. And when I say hate, I don't mean like they hate each other. I just think it's it's heat. That game is fire. It can go yeah. either way. Yeah. I mean, it can be a really yeah. close game that Oregon squeaks out or Michigan's It could be Steel. yeah, it could also be one, one where Michigan actually awesome.
2: takes Oh trust me. If this, this game if this game could be decided on a last minute field goal or one team could blow the other team out at the like by the third quarter, no result here surprises me no result yeah, that mean, game surprises me
5: yeah I, 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 yeah
3: I, I just know buck so well I'm, I'm the only guy on this tree left and uh and but venom and me talk more you know this season than we have and before in dms and but it's like the two heels you know going up against each other because venom and horns like to be you know the antagonist <laughs> sometimes but i mean i i see only two outcomes in that game Oregon wins a very close game where Michigan pumps because they're just clicked. It's just, you know, you take the, and that's what scares me about Clemson, you know? Um, But, you know, if anybody was going to rock surprise Alabama and and I think Alabama wins that game, Miami could be the team to do it. But, you know, I I think Alabama wins that game. Washington, Boise's scary. Um, I think, but I think there's four. If if you were just looking at paper on paper, um, I think there's three teams that come out easily undefeated and could be four if you're just looking at the matchups on paper. Um, but it could go, you know, it could. You know, God, I I just root for Nebraska so much, and I love I, I love. I do too. I love what OSU's doing, but if anybody gave them a blueprint gave Nebraska a blueprint to slow down Oklahoma State it was last week Um, but at the same token if you you watch that game Oklahoma State dropped a lot of passes that they're not known for dropping Um, so you know I don't see Alabama I just don't see Alabama losing Um, I, I would I want Nebraska to pull the upset but I don't see them losing that game um, you know, I just, I man, and it's a, it's a, it's one of those feel good stories, especially with what they've gone through after their first, you know, couple of seasons in the, in the league. And I just got, I just, and I love horns, and he'll tell you I love him, and and I and I ask him his opinion on things sometimes, but I just think I just get this feeling Michigan's just gonna, man, they're they're gonna. They're not they're they're not gonna go undefeated. That's for sure. They're 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 prime for a magical season.
1: The yeah, I'll, I'll, the only thing I want to add on that, and the reason that I'm so high on FSU, is if we're taking the FSU Alabama, and the, the two teams in the SEC that are undefeated right now, in the conference schedule, the team that FSU gets to skip is Kentucky, who we've yeah. talked about already is being really good mm-hmm. versus Alabama, who. I don't know why they don't do this, but they don't play Tennessee this season, which I think is also a travesty. But that's a whole other conversation. But um, so, no offense to Tiny, but I—I I don't think I'm way off base here in saying Kentucky's going to be a much bigger test for Alabama than Tennessee will be for Florida State. I think Florida—I don't think Florida State goes undefeated for the record. They got to go at Miami. They also have a home game against Alabama, and then obviously Florida, which is going to be insane um especially if you're at 7 and 0 going into that game. But um which again I don't think happens, but that's why I think out of any of the teams, Florida State probably has the best chance of going undefeated. It's just cuz you don't play Kentucky in the SEC schedule and you're already 2 and 0. But you and then you no got game.
0: you got to play Florida, Miami, I mean we know what kind of team Yeah. I don't think Smitty,
1: they go in though. Smitty has yeah. Yeah. I, I again. I don't think they go eight. No. I'm just saying, if there's any team that I could, I, I, I don't. My choice is Florida State.
3: I don't. I don't pick anybody to go undefeated. If two teams had a chance to face each other and still undefeated, a chance that would be the Week Seven matchup, Florida State Alabama. Yeah. If there was a
5: chance. Yeah. If there was a. Chance. Oh yeah.
3: No question. Um,
0: but I don't see it happening. It's yeah. Just
3: because like,
2: OU
0: all, Oklahoma I, State will take each other out. Well, oh Last yeah. year was permission.
3: I don't think we'll ever see that again. Um yeah. I, so
5: I
1: just... yeah. I, I mean I don't really think think cuz Oklahoma has to play Missouri at home. Well, they may play Texas and by
3: then Yeah. And I but I think Oklahoma's going to have a good year. I think they're going to I I, I could see year.
1: yeah, honestly I could see Oklahoma being 7-0 going into that Bedlam game, but Oklahoma State Oh, really, I could see it. I could see both teams being 7-0 going into that game. I mean, Oklahoma State. I
0: don't know. Uh, Oklahoma State yeah. just doesn't look r- like yeah, Oklahoma I don't,
1: State. I, I mean, there's no shot they to, figure to, some stuff.
0: Yeah. to Houston because he's, he's a great AD. He's amazing. Yeah. But this season I mean, yeah. looks tough for him, especially, I mean, because we know I mean, what type yeah. of team Oklahoma State is. They're going to be one where it doesn't matter what the score is. They're going to keep chucking downfield.
3: Yeah, I think this is the first season you're going to get to see Oklahoma State as a no more for their defense and their offense.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I, I agree. And I'll say this again. I don't think they even get close to going. I think it's possible they lose this week. But Michigan, um, that first four weeks that they have, home against Missouri, home against Clemson, home against Oregon, home against Notre Dame. Dear God, that is a like that's LSU levels of first four games. And yeah, we
2: play three road games all year. Four games, no, we play oh, three because three. We, we, we have boys do week seven at home as well.
1: I, yeah, sorry, I misread that. But, um, those four, I again, I I think it's possible they're two and two, but, um, if they come out of those four games, we'll call it three and one. Either they lose to Oregon or they beat Oregon this week and lose another game. Michigan to me might be the most improved team in the CFSL they're scary from what I've seen and I've called both their games so it's a little bit of a you know bias here but oh boy no, I oh, boy. agree with you yeah them and FSU obviously
3: I got I just guys man <laughs> I, I, I hope somebody other than me takes a pro book from now on <laughs>
1: I If I was an AD, I'd take. Look, pro we
2: books. tried. We tried last year. Okay, we did what we could. It wasn't no, for but us. You know what? I, here's here's. I what think I you were a
0: season too early. Hundred percent.
3: And I I don't think the work was put into that pro book as much. And, yeah. Man, I've been test. I've been testing I, this book. I've been testing this book for like three and a half seasons.
2: I'd say. I will say this. I I can't speak on any of that because I was brought in right at the end of the season. So, that's all for horns. But I would say. From a player and spectator, it didn't seem like enough work was put into the pro book. But again, that is that is as a neutral outside spectator.
3: And I'm not saying Horns didn't put the work in because he's one of those guys that has put work in. I've, I've, I've witnessed it. Um, but I just – to get one of those books to work the way it kind of set up to work, you got to put – you know, two hundred plus Sims in on that book before you even think about
1: taking it. The, the other one on that as well with um what is it, the Pro Books? I mean granted, if I was an AD, I think we joked about this on the uh broadcast once, Matt, I'd probably just go a hundred aggression every time. Um, which is why I would never be an A D. But
2: Exactly. No, um, we did joke exactly about that. Yeah, I was yep.
1: like, yeah, if that was an AD, I see I would meme, which is why I would never be a good A D. But No you uh, would well, if I actually seriously wanted to take a look at it, and I'd have to pull up. Let me. Well, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Up.
5: Oh, y'all okay.
2: aren't ready. Like I keep like I put it in league chat. Y'all aren't ready for uh, me, Logan, Thor, and Carlos to just become a dynamic foursome <laughs> of of a coaching staff that's oh, just boy. gonna run the league. It's just gonna run the league into the as, ground. You want not, me as the No, Cole. You're not. No, Cole. You're. You'll be our <laughs> uh, recruiting coordinator.
3: All right. <laughs> oh, what about?
5: Logan Aww.
2: Logan says AD, Tiny, you can stay on. You and Thor can co-offensive coordinator. Me and Carlos will take the defense. Cole's our recruiting coordinator. We're just going to run this DFS into the to the ground.
1: Which Logan, which book was it? A, a was lot of people the... don't know
0: that uh Horns and myself put in for co-AD. I did do. Do. The, yeah, the two years uh two seasons ago before we obviously got Michigan and Oklahoma State. But that was our goal was we wanted to Oh no. We wanted to team up and we actually wanted Georgia because we wanted to be, you know, the, the hated uh, we wanted to make ourselves hated.
2: Oh I'm bringing I'm there, bringing there, old miss in, baby. And we I'm we bringing we still, in the rebels.
0: We still kinda wanna do that at some time.
2: I could see it.
1: There's yeah, so I'm not gonna what am I? Yeah, I mean, this may be a question for grin. Am I even allowed to say which playbooks are which style? Yeah, which
0: playbooks
1: are
3: right? which? Yeah, that's, that's that's public knowledge.
1: Yeah, so if you have a
3: eight, Well, what playbooks are what?
1: Yeah. So the uh, first off, my first idea, just because I went to that school, is to use the Auburn playbook. That's spread, and I would not be good at a spread offense. If I, I were to run that. any book, you you do like it, the Auburn.
3: Playbook? We won. We won the SEC with it.
1: But yeah, well, again, it's a good book. I just, I don't think I would be able to run it. I If I was an That's AD, and you, well, go ahead. Because yeah. you're the more experienced on this.
3: Melissa?
1: Well, no, all, all I was saying was I would run pro style. If I if I ran a team, like I would want to use like maybe the Hawaii book or the USF yeah, book or something. Like
5: that that yeah. book is
1: fire. Which one? The Hawaii? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That book yeah. Is fire. I'm very surprised that
3: that book has never been used.
1: Well, I guess now now that it's public knowledge, someone's gonna use it. <laughs>
3: you got but the thing about it is you have to You have to have a fullback. Uh, yeah. With Hawaii and uh I won't say any of their ADs that have tested Pro Books' names, but you have to run it's like USC. You've got to run a hell of a lot of sims under that book to figure the numbers out. Every single book that is in this league if you can find the right numbers are good books. It's just being able to take the time um, to, to be able to run that, those amount of Sims. And, uh, you know, I Jeff's been here where he knows my schedule's crazy and then my schedule gets a little easier. And, you know, I went through a point where I was, I had a lot of time on my hand in the evenings, which I, because Elijah's gotten older Um, And so when he was a baby, you you get the opportunity of, I'm up all night long um, and uh, off and on so you can run Sims all night long because you've got that little break to go back and check them and and jot the data. But the, the, the tricky part of the pro books is you, they're tricky books. They're tough books. That's why ADs don't run them. Mostly, in my opinion, I don't know this for a fact, is um, and and Ty, uh, Ty can attest to it because Logan has brought it up. Is a lot of ads will grab a pro book and run ten sims and have two that look good and the rest look like shit. And, and they're like, I'm not wasting my time on this. Where you'll have an ad that may grab a book that runs ten sims and and eight of them look amazing and they're like, this is my book. I'm I, I and they fall in love with it and they run that book to death because you know it it works for him but the biggest key to its personnel look what Jeff did with Ohio State last year um it's you if you have the right personnel and you can you can link it with the right book it's it's unstoppable and I think that's what you're going to see with a couple of teams this year is the reason it's so hard to beat them is because you can't you can't take one thing away from them. You know, we have teams that are one dimensional still because that's the way the eighties like to run their team. And when you're one dimensional, you you pin yourself in a corner where if you go up against a really good team that can actually shut it down, you're in a world of hurt. And and uh, there if there are some book, there's a, there's some books out there right now that are being used by a handful of teams that. You know, you can say, okay, they're not going to run on us. And the team's going to say, great, we're just going to gut you with the pass. Or you're going to say, I'm going to take their passing game away. And they just say, okay, we'll gut you with the run. Um, so, you know, there's there's some teams out there, and I'm not saying it's mine, because I, I I watch a lot of games. And there's a couple of teams out there that are in books that, man, it's going to be tough to, to
1: shut them down in every facet of the game well we're does at that make makes sense yeah up. i was gonna say we're at
0: oh yeah go ahead no but i was just gonna say uh we're at two hours and 17 right now um mm-hmm. there's been a lot of good stuff being shared and this is uh i think this is gonna be another oh another yeah good one um does anything have I, I, does anybody have I, I, anything I, else left
4: I have a question for you guys. Go ahead. Yeah. So, to go back to broadcasting, uh, do you guys have a go to like professional broadcaster that you try to model yourself at? Like, my one of my favorite broadcasters of all time, John Wilkerson for Tennessee. Obviously, I'm a Tennessee fan, but. Before him, his name was John Ward. John Ward has some of the most memorable calls of college football ever, and he has that distinguished voice. And you know, I want to, you know, my goal is to like get to that, obviously. But like, do you guys like look up to any like actual broadcaster? Have you like, do you have a personal favorite like actual broadcaster besides like you know the the Maddens of the world or whatever? I mean, uh,
0: yeah. Um, I'll take that. Um. Or I'll take the first crack at that. Um actually my intro, um the like I'll I'll give something in the intro, but like when I when I get into in like Welcome Inside the Broadcast booth, that's actually taking taken from Joe Buck. Uh mm-hmm. I've watched I like listening to him. I know a lot of people can't stand him.
4: Yeah. That's um, yeah, I'm one of them. But
0: <laughs> I just the way that Cause he, he comes on the radio station a lot, 670 the score, uh, because he's, he's friends with, uh, Matt Spiegel, um, who's a, uh, midday show, uh, host, um, co-host and he comes on and, uh, Matt Spiegel called some radio games for the Chicago Cubs. So they've done this thing where they will bring Joe Buck on and get offer advice to what, uh he, he he's called uh like a couple of uh uh thing like brought uh, from the radio broadcast and he's given a lot of really good information and um he I mean he's talked about um everybody hating him and everything and he's open about that and uh i kind of have taken um, a liking to how he, he does something because he is very, I mean, even though his dad and he got a lot of notoriety because of that, but he had, he does put in a lot of work into what he actually does. So I've listened to him a couple times and I like the way that he brings the broadcast in. So I will take some of that. Um, but then I also listen to a lot of Madden leagues as well. So I like some of the Madden championship call, co- like, Championship mm-hmm. broadcasters for like the, the the Madden Bowl or the Ultimate Team, um, challenger all the whatever they have going on. So I will take some of that. Like um, uh, the call that I had last season, um, it was a touchdown pass, and uh, it was he's making he's like a doctor in the nineteen hundreds making a house call or something like that, and that was actually yeah. taken from Nick Mizecko who calls. Madden games. And he has a lot of really good one-liners like that. And I'm still trying to work on my one, one-liners for big plays like that. But I thought that was cool. I was like, that's, that's awesome. Cause I, I love history and doctors used to make house calls and they don't anymore, but that was like awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean that I most of I mean, I mostly Joe bug, but I also like uh, Charles Davis as a analyst um ian eagle i i I like a lot he's really he's really good and doesn't really get a lot of notoriety um he's more radio but he does get a lot of you know cbs games uh he does a lot of college basketball as well yeah but also i i I think um uh, not to keep rambling uh but uh gus johnson
4: yeah, I was about he's, to bring up Gus Johnson. It,
0: cause <laughs> I I tend, to, I mean, I get very excited, and I like when Gus Johnson is calling something. He didn't really do a good job in the Milwaukee Chicago basketball game to uh, in game two, uh, but I, I think football is more of his kind of yeah. lane. But when he when nobody's he nobody's gonna catch him, yeah, like. I I tend to lean towards him too because he brings a lot of a psych, a, a excitement no matter who is playing in the game so that's where I I it's Joe Buck, uh, Gus Johnson and Ian Engel for me.
4: Yeah, I like how Gus Johnson can just you know go to a regular talking voice and like be
5: like, oh my god, he's <laughs> in the end zone.
4: <laughs> you, you,
3: to tell you how good Gus Johnson is, he called English Premier Soccer like. A few seasons ago, they brought NBC brought him in, and you got to have some talent and t- to be able to go call to go from football, and to transfer f- and then go over and call a uh, English Premier Soccer game because there's so much action going on. Um, you know, I I grew up watching everything. I just was an encyclopedia, love sports, and uh, somebody you know that Vince Scully and was amazing broadcaster and to to hear him call baseball games for so long, but the guy that, um, that, that it was Keith Jackson, when you talk about college football, um, it's just, you know, right down to, you know, the Rose bowl, he always called the, the Rose bowl and, uh, and, uh, and the granddaddy of them all and him and Pat Summerall called games for so long together get to listen to them. You know, I'm older than most of you guys, so I've listened to a lot of old guys, but, uh, um, you know, it's if you can go back and listen to some old college football games, he was just amazing calling games and it just happened that some of the most memorable games, um, he, got he got to call, um, and the last one I, you know, Gus, I, I think of Gus all the time. I, I think of Jack Buck more than Joe Buck. Um, but Al Michaels. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't really yeah. agree with him uh, as much now, but I mean, he's called everything there is to call. And, uh, yeah, you know, the miracle. Don't know that he was called a miracle the miracle on ice. ice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, there's just some great and great, guys and you know i'm sure um you know jeff talks about some of these catchphrases but i mean just he and he didn't do it as long as some of the other guys but chris berman just oh, like, oh
2: yeah oh
0: great one
3: i mean and whoop. i mean just <laughs> he could yeah.
0: go all the way and, back, I mean, back, back, like, back, right? back 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 ah
5: yeah see
4: one of the things that john ward did you know i mean he was more radio than anything but you know he had to be every, you know the eyes so he's like if they if they, a play starts on the, like their own ten and they go 90 yards he'll go you know to the 15 to the 20 to the 25 to the 30 to, and he'll go the entire way is he going like to be caught right no give him six touchdown big orange You're in the downpour stuff like that it's just like huge calls and it's just like that is what I kind of want to do here, but I fumble over words so much because I think too much that's instead right. of just that's, doing it. the
0: same that. way I am. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like I that's would, that's I
0: when would... I get kind of in between something is because my, my brain is thinking before I can get it out. But you know, yeah. yeah. so I'm, 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 I'm there with you when you say that you, you think too much. Cause I, I do that a lot.
2: Yeah, I would I would say trying to answer your question. For for me, I would say it's slightly different being I've never done play-by-play and you know, as of right now, I kind of don't want to. Uh, I very much enjoy being that color guy. So, for me, you know, as much as the guy great guys like Al Michaels, like Gus Johnson are, for me, I focus more so on the other side. Um for for me, one of my biggest inspirations is and it's going to sound really weird, but um I I would go and watch old WWE matches, commentated, yes. uh, yeah, and old Ross. SmackDown. Well, no, yeah, not well. even, no, not no, not even Jim Ross. It was the King. no, it would be old SmackDowns with Michael Cole and Taz. Oh, oh yeah, Taz, yeah. Oh, yeah. Being the former wrestler, his whole job was to explain to the audience why certain moves hurt more and why they're doing this instead of that, but not saying, okay, now he's doing this move, now he's doing blah blah blah. And that's kind of what I think my job is: is to explain why this defensive scheme did a great job on this last play, why that running back was able to break an open, break a tackle, and go sixty-five yards to the house. So, see, they, yeah. I I take inspiration from him. I take inspiration from you know other guys who just kind of have those kind of iconic catchphrases. Like a big one for me will always be uh, "Mama, there goes that man" uh, by Mark Jackson. That one will. Forever live in my head as something that is awesome, and then also, um, old Yankees games. Uh, being a Yankees fan for me, uh, John Sterling. I mean, this. I King mean, that's a guy amazing. for baseball. Absolutely. For baseball, I mean, you know, he's calling every single thing. He does a great job of making you feel in the moment, even though you know he's a radio-only guy. You know, he he doesn't call mm-hmm. the televised games. His whole job is to describe everything to the audience. So he does that, but then he also does the great. You know, what you might deem color stuff with the catchphrases, you know, he has a home run call for every single batter on the roster. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, it's only, you know, depending on the roster, 12 to 14 guys, but that's still awesome, you know? Okay. So, like, to so share the sending a
4: text message.
2: That... Yeah, exactly. I mean... like, mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. I'm like, that's what I want to be like here in the CFSL.
4: You
3: talk – Matt talks – I'm a huge Yankees guy growing up in Florida and, and not having anything there but the Bucks and the Dolphins. So yo, uh, yo, and, yo, and yo. so we went to a lot of spring training. And a uh, backstory, my mom my, – Pete Rose grew up like four houses down from my mom, and so he's a friend of the family. And But uh, y- you want to hear something that's just amazing is just – and you can get it off of YouTube you and get anywhere – is Derek Jeter when he comes up to bat, and after he died, for the rest of Jeter's career, he's still called Jeter.
5: Um, yep.
3: They'd play him when Jeter was going up to bat, and it was just amazing. And Charlie Steiner is another one of those guys. When you talk about that has come and you know a guy that trans transitioned out of um, ESPN and gone and, and start and does you know, radio, and he does some, some of the Yes Network stuff was, but uh, it's, you know, some great, you know, that's why I always say Vin Scully, you know, with the Dodgers for all those years, Dodgers and the Lakers, and then you get, you know, Jack Buck, you know, he, for all those years with the Cardinals, and uh, I will, I will be the same as Matt in the sense I like being the color guy like you know i i've never done play-by-play i'll do a play every once in a while when mike needs to take a break but uh but color is so hard to do because you know those play-by-play guys are, are calling the game you know and and you've got to be that guy that can come share some kind of wisdom or a stat or something about you know this you know this is what the defense should be dialing up let's see if they dial it up and then when they do you look like a genius and when they don't and they get burned for 70 yards you're you're, you know trying to add something else to it but uh you know somebody we don't whose name we don't bring up and I don't say it because um he's our boss but and Mike is an amazing play-by-play guy and uh you you always know when he's on the call um and it's it's been fun for the time I've been in the league to listen to him do games, and uh, and you know watching Jeff's progression. I mean, Jeff used to be Jeff's still so excitable on a big play. It's insane, and he, but that's him. That's what makes Jeff Jeff. And then when Cole came in, and uh, you know Tiny and Jathan. Um, I've done a great job for the the small amounts of games you know I was kind of looking forward to having Jathan in here because he's he's done a really good job just right out of the rattle on it and uh but everybody has their own style in this league, whether you're calling color or play by play and uh and you all have uh done an amazing job of kind of putting your own touch on it. And, uh, so a lot of times, Jeff sometimes I'll, I'll mix up. Um, um, if especially when he's on with certain people, but, uh, everybody just has their own little spice. They add to it. That makes them the individual, uh, that goes down to Wookiee and, and horns too. Um, Jeff and I ta- were talking the other night and to hear Jeff and, uh, Going to do a game together they just work so amazingly well because they 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 do their job well but they they have that little bit of love hate goes in with it that, that, that makes it fun to listen to Cole and Matt are getting that way Murph is amazing to listen to um the one question Jeff had asked before we got off and um, that Jeff asked and we never got to it is who would you love to call a game with and and Jeff brings it up all the time I I, I would love one day to get to call a game with Jeff because I think it would just be one of those the holy shit it's it's <laughs> too, too too much energy going on and because and that's the way it is with Mike when I call games with him but you no, I, I hope eventually get to do it with all you guys and, and I get more involved. But, you know, I got, I did... Me and Cole, actually the game Cole and I did together, Mike called the game and Cole and I split color on the game, yeah. which was really cool. Um, and that's why I say Cole's just so prepared with his stats and he will pull something out that you're like, holy shit, I didn't know that. And th- that's what makes it so interesting. And, uh, and we've got... And you guys... You know, when I in the AD of Florida State, I, I enjoy getting those questions before the game because it gives you something at the beginning of the game to talk
1: about. Oh.
3: Um to build uh, up. Uh,
1: well yeah, when I talk I'll go on on that, but I'll let you continue. I'm All
2: good. okay. Oh, you get I'm okay. off my soapbox.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think the original question was uh who I my stuff when I started with color it was Troy Aikman maybe I didn't really have a broadcaster that I tried to model myself after but I like I, I looked at some of the NFL guys especially on Fox like Aikman and a few other of them uh, when I started doing play by play though I'll tell you and this is something that I almost recommend for some of the newer guys um, so I'm, I'm a big hockey fan um, so the lightning my team. The new guy that they have, though I love the old guy they used to have. They have a new guy because he retired. Dave Randorf is his name. I don't know if any of you recognize that name. No. Uh, yeah, he's a he's he's the play-by-play now for the local uh, Lightning broadcasts, and you'll hear it when I, I I know Matt has heard it. The way that my tone that I when we start the game when there's a big touchdown, how I raise my voice is very much like that. And going off what Grin said, which you know, thank you for the comment, but. Um, being prepared is part of it is step one. And step two, I found, especially for those color guys interaction, it's a little bit different because, you know, we're on Twitch versus a, just a regular sports game, Mm -hmm. but you know, talking to those eighties, getting those comments in before, that's something that I, I don't know if I started it, but I definitely made it popular. I feel like, because now it seems like almost every color guy likes to do that. Um, you know, Talking to Twitch, like I, you know, I'm pretty good at it. Obviously, shouting out Twitch, but if you're the color guy, I mean, and you you want to, like, I encourage my color guys to be the people that talk to Twitch. It makes it easier on me to just call the game, but it also is something that I think the color guys, like, that's something that's very. I think that's part of the reason I won broadcast for the years because everyone seemed to have an interaction with me throughout the season when I was color.
2: Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I would I, say as the yeah. color guy, it, it's it's suit like. I'm not gonna say we don't have. As much to do, but you know, Cole. It's you different. Know, That's all it, it is yeah. Exactly the play-by-play guys. I mean, you know, we, uh, you guys are the ones in the name. You're calling every single play. Your only breaks are when we talk. You know, for for us color guys, there's a chance that again, going back to my example, that God, I probably brought up at this point like two hours ago. <laughs> of, you know, if the, if there's if there's a drive that is just, you know, late in the game and there's nothing but hurry up offense. There, there there, could be a situation where, as a color guy, I don't speak that entire drive just because mm-hmm. the plays are going so fast and everything. So just those little moments to give you guys that quick breather is something that we – at least I try to do to help the pressure off of you guys.
4: Yeah, there's a, a – one of the challenges for me was week one was, you know, I started becoming more vocal – last season, whenever I was with Notre Dame and, uh, you know, I started being, you know, who people know me as today, but I'm not real versed on, you know, the lore before me, you know what I mean? So like coming in, not really knowing teams, uh, besides what they, you know, the, the roster, I didn't have really anything to go on. But you know, week two rolls around. I have stats. I got, I, I got, I have input now. And so I, you know, I got basic stuff like you know how many rushing yards, passing yards, total offense. Bigger, pl- uh, like the well-known players of the game. Like you know, that's when I like notice. Oh man, Ryan Smith had all but 13 yards of the entire offense. I, I, I mean, I I've said his name like what four times today. But still, like I'm just like, man, that's in, uh, helps a whole lot whenever you have just a little bit of stats. And, I, and you know, I have not the setup for that, but, you know, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and I was like, I'm getting notes together. Murph, bear with me.
3: <laughs> you're, you're doing it the right way, though, Tiny. I mean, Mike laughed at me the first time I wanted to do a game with him because I, I carry a backpack with my laptop in it <clears throat> and, a, <laughs> and a notebook. I think that falls back to me when i when I run sims, I before I put it on my computer, I always write. I'm constantly writing even if I'm watching a game um on Twitch or YouTube, but i I have so many notes, so many notes and and from being a writer, it helps because I used to do the five takeaways which we're going to bring back and and uh, <laughs> but I so you look at so much data from the week. So you get used to those notes, but it makes it so helpful because you do have stuff on your screen. But it's nice to have that paper there, and I take a highlighter and I'll highlight something I want to remember, and to be able to grab that on a whip, and and look at it. And it, it's kind of a throwback to uh, as it did it, you know, that we listen grew up listening to on the radio, or you know, you go to a live sporting event, and you you don't see it as much on the the big televised games, but. You know, if you're a, you're at a live bas- basketball is probably the best example because you can see what they're doing, and uh, they've got just stacks and stacks of sheets, and sheets are constantly being handed to them throughout the games that they're going back and looking at. Um, you know, somebody nobody brought up, uh, Ubi Brooks. If, if you watch basketball, it doesn't he doesn't do as much as he used to because he's, he's like a hundred years old now. <laughs> Him and Dr. Jack Ramsey used to be great to listen to um, for basketball games. There's a lot of times I will, I'll put a game on, no matter if it's baseball, or football, basketball, hockey, soccer, and I'll, I'll I'll turn it up loud enough that, and I'll just leave the room and you know, do something I got to do and just listen to it because
5: you do get so hooked on those voices and interactions. All right, so yeah, last last thing. um, Very (laughs) carry. It's almost one in the
0: morning for some of us. It is. Uh, But one last thing here, and this this one could be could be quick. Um, One thing, and maybe it's it's been talked about, but one thing for um, what's like one advice that you one piece of advice that you give to somebody that is. Perspective of being a broadcaster.
2: Um, I I would say, I I would say I would say don't be afraid. Yeah, uh, I mean you know I took a shot when you know I first sent all my stuff off to Mike. I was very much surprised when. As I, again, gave all my issues I had at the very beginning of the podcast, you know, I was very much pressed after all of that. Mike was like, hey, we want you to come back and we want you to keep doing this. Um, And, you know, when I was going through tough times earlier this year when I was unemployed, I mean, uh, spoiler alert, we do get it's not a ton, but we do get some form of income from calling stuff. That was my legitimate income for about 3 weeks. Um was calling games. And again, you know, it's it's not a ton, but it was enough for me to be able to pay the necessities, to go eat food. And that is something that, you know, had I not done, you know, at that point probably god 8 like 7 8 months prior of just reaching out to Mike, um Yeah, there was been a point in time in my life where I was making legitimately zero money questioning what's next for me. But it was enough for me to be able to go from one job to the next. And it's been great. So I would just say don't don't be afraid to do this. You know, worst thing that can happen is we just find out it's not for you. That's okay. Sometimes it's it's nerve wracking. It was nerve wracking my very first time. Um, Yeah, so I would just say don't be afraid. Sometimes great things come from it.
1: As uh, Ginger Matt completely steals what I was going to say. Boom. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you, you, you want to go first? Ginger time Matt,
0: to... your season 14 broadcaster of the year.
4: I, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, thank you. Uh, you could steal that from him too. Uh, <laughs> so.
0: Ginger Matt, your season 13 broadcaster of the year. <laughs> <laughs> To drive uh,
2: home and take the trophy.
5: Uh, <laughs> it's
1: like Matt, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> Plays like his defense did against Clemson. You might not find a Florida Shut in the first up. place. Oh.
2: <laughs> Jumping into the question.
1: Uh, am I going now? Ty? All right. Um, if I, I like I'm how gonna, you say, oh. "Am I going now?" And then you just went. Well, I I said Tiny should go, but then Tiny didn't talk. So I guess you guys want me to go. You only
0: gave him—you didn't even give him that much time to talk.
4: If you did want him to talk, Mm -hmm. (laughs) does Tiny want to go? I mean, have fun. Just—I mean, if if you want to do it, do it. I mean, pull the trigger. All right, now Uh,
1: Uh, Uh, okay. Uh, Coban's the one that always messes up. Uh, maybe if you guys didn't keep interrupting me, I'd be able to say what I wanted. <laughs> Mr. Jeff. Uh, oh, I guess Colin. it is your progress. All right.
0: oh, um, oh, Lord. What a demon. Uh,
1: right. Yeah, something like that. You should have I stayed mean, as a receiver.
5: Uh, oh, yeah.
4: Oh. <laughs> what do you think? I'm a receiver.
1: Did I say you were a receiver at once?
4: I am now.
0: Tiny
4: is oh, a receiver yeah. now. I was going to say, I was a defensive tackle.
1: Yeah, to
2: be fair, saying. it's tradition for when me and Cole to call a game, Cole messes at least one thing up and I correct him mid-broadcast. So. And then we're I do the same <laughs> with him. So that actually, happened with
4: Murph, that was funny.
1: So so that actually is part of what my tip would be um, if we're being serious here. So the first part of this is listen to your broadcast. This is what Mike told me, and he's probably told all of you guys as well. Listen to your broadcasts when you're doing it. That's the mm-hmm. easiest way to self-improve. Just, alright, I said this word too much. Oh, I said this a way that I want to improve upon that. That That's really helped me. The other one I'll add on that is embrace your mistakes. I don't know how many games... I think we said last week, it was like, or two weeks ago, 30, 40 broadcasts we've done, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Just done since season 10 or 11. I, I think, I mean, some of them are really funny, as Matt knows. <laughs> Sometimes it's just me, I like, have a tendency to... I won't, I won't call it slurring my words, but, like, I talk too fast so that you and can't... Don't forget, what.
0: we did the drunk podcast where all of a sudden... Well, that I was
1: that was intentionally slurring our words. That's a little bit different. Yeah. The, that, the mistakes
2: were... That was... That was you
0: were the play-by-play, and I was the analyst, which I didn't really... I I did not give you a lot
1: of time to talk. No. Um. <laughs> but the... You're going to make mistakes, like... Some some really funny mistakes, but just some straight-up mistakes that you're like, damn, I wish I had that back. Learn. And part of that is preparation, which we touched on earlier. But like, just know where you make your mistakes and improving on that is going to make you so much better of a broadcaster. And it's like 90% of how you make yourself a better broadcaster is looking at your mistakes, either through game film or what other people feedback on you, and just improving it. And it, it's not it's not rocket science.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still make mistakes, so. if you if, perfect. Yeah, if you don't, and I've been doing it since probably season nine is probably when I first yeah. started a broadcast with Mike calling a Michigan game. Yes, I called a Michigan game. I think I was on Notre Dame at the time. I think it was a Michigan-Notre Dame game.
1: Yeah, my yep. first was Floyd Thompson.
0: Yep, mine was I had to call my own game, but I was an analyst, and – Mike was that's when Mike was like yeah you're not an analyst I'm like <laughs> really I thought I was pretty good but yeah now I play <laughs> by play and I'm pretty good uh what about you Tom advice for uh, somebody perspective about a broadcaster
4: uh, you guys have
0: all
3: touched on it. just be yourself bring what you bring to it because believe yes. what, I mean I have a voice I have a voice made for print um <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not i don't have the best voice in the world um it gets high pitched at times so i still do it and you know when i've got when i hear when you guys say man wow that was amazing I, I still don't believe it but i just have fun <laughs> i enjoy it just if you like doing it it doesn't matter how you sound or if you make mistakes if you're have, just be you because you it you'll get branded for what you are and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? It's that's your flavor. That's how you come off on the broadcast and it makes you genuine and a one of a kind like
0: exactly. And mm-hmm. Jathan asked me like the first time we were in a broadcast, like what advice do you have? And it was weird, uh being asked that. Um but it was pretty I, much... Everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, it's like, I, it's like, we're like all of us, uh, in tiny, will get that, um uh, maybe going into next season or maybe like new broadcasters that come in this season, who knows? Um, and him being asked that it's, it's, um, it's weird being asked that, but at the same time, it's like, just be yourself. Um, just, you know, and like what Tom said, bring your bring your own style to it. Uh, just yeah, by being yourself. Because if you try to be somebody, that will easily come across in your broadcast. And all you have to do is what Cole said by listening back to it. By how I mean Cole and and Mike always says, listen back to your broadcast. If you try to be somebody, and you try like yeah i i listen to joe buck but i i take Do not. i take his yeah. intro but i work it into a way that's for me not exactly word for word there are some things that are word for word but it's not completely word for word because i want to make it my own style if you come if you take it word for word it will come across that way even the intro, the intro mostly and the outro can come off as being scripted. I, I have it scripted out, uh, which is another screen that I have up. Um, but I, I yeah, type it out. I, I type it out and I, image, I try right? to make sure that it doesn't sound scripted. Um, like I'm looking at it and, uh, I say the outro so many times and yet I still sometimes have to look at it. Um, but, you know, all the uh, end of intermissions are or en- intermissions. Uh, Cole's got me on hockey. Um, all the break. quarter yeah, breaks and is not scripted. That is just like myself going off of, you know, trying to keep you guys in inner- in entertained into the broadcast. But you got to, you got to find, and you people can ask anybody questions in the broadcast channel. It's awesome. Like, We'll we'll help anybody out. Um, I'll help anybody out. I probably have given stuff to 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 Murph, um, and Cole's done his own thing. He's riding off with the trophy, so he's good. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I but... really hope that someone else wins it. Like it's great <laughs> no,
0: this season is gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what uh what the how the votes pan out. But it's only week week two, so we're not even halfway I, there yet
1: not even close I, i've told this story i think a few times now. i think i said it on the podcast two weeks ago i like i was so not thinking i was gonna win it like i was like thinking i was gonna be like fifth place that i didn't even show up to that broadcast i was like <laughs> i got other plans with my family i'm not gonna win it so i'm just oh gonna it was it.
2: great being being like part of the announcing team to just see like the slight panic and hear it in mike's voice it was like is Cole here? And I just look in chat and I just see Jeff say oh, no. no.
1: If you look at that replay, I, I clipped it. He he does not even – he knows that I'm not there, and he goes right for the throat, which he should have.
5: That's yep. the thing. Like, <laughs> I
1: Yeah, I, I mean I, I can admit that I'm good, and thank you for that praise. But let's be honest here. I, there are some people that I really hope win it like this week, this year, that are not me.
5: <laughs> I mean like
1: it would be great to win it again. Don't get me wrong. Please do vote for me, but like – please vote for some other people who have been doing this for much longer than me. Who deserve (laughs) it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Again, it's an honor. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm very honored for it. And I think I've said that a few times on the broadcast as well, but, oh man, there's some people I really hope win it this year. And I mean, I'm going to do my best, but I hope some people get some recognition. Jeff, excuse me.
0: Damn. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Just calling out, the, just calling me out like that.
1: No, I'm saying you should get recognition. Not that you. Yeah. I, Why is everything I say? I no, I don't. I, I didn't say. I didn't every, say anything. Everything Cole, you relax. say,
4: it's spun around.
1: I swear. <laughs> now you understand, Tiny. What I have to deal with. <laughs> deal with?
0: I'm like the least. Hey, what do you mean deal with? Yeah. What What do you have to deal with, Cole?
1: Do you see this tiny? Do you see what I'm talking about? Well,
0: you can't really see. where I'm,
4: I'm Ray. I'm Ray Charles over here, man. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, I think. I think we can end
1: it on
4: that.
0: I, I, I think we could because it's close to three hours and it's twelve. Every 12, time. Every time. Crazy. Every, if, every time. Mad. I'm on the. Podcast. Well, Nate. If Nate was here, he'd be passed out already.
2: And <laughs> I actually made it through the three-hour hey, podcast. Here. Fine.
4: Did you look?
2: Look, I've had a hard seltzer, a Miller Light, and I'm like halfway through some ice cream right now. So I'm just vibing. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I may or may not also <laughs> be watching hockey highlights on the side and vibing.
2: I'm still. I was. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Play. I'm playing. I was playing, playing WWE. Sim, I just finished a sim that I started halfway through this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ran. I ran three sims. Yeah. I, yes. I'm
0: on my fourth.
2: And, and there, there was there
0: was some time in there that I had to actually. Mute myself and undo the cord because my game froze.
2: Oof. Oh, nice! Yeah, I'm I mean, Come out on top, baby. We come out on top against Oregon. <laughs>
1: uh, we I'm uploading stuff now. Let's see, ninety-six and seventy-nine percent uploaded the last two. I think like, it was like fifty percent of both games, and now it's like these things like take four hours to upload. And- Matt,
5: <laughs> all
4: right, so one one more thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. for color for color, just one more this is it this can be it this is just a question i know i like Play I Blab-
0: one more thing and then it's turned into two more other things. questions after
4: um so being color uh the color uh commentator uh there's two ways to go about it there's the taz wwe smackdown expert route or right. the pat mcafee wwe smackdown fan route you can be a fan if you're a fan of the game and you know things that is an, I say, another i
2: would i would say ideally if you can blend the two in my yeah, especially... mind that's the perfect color
4: yeah I, just, I was just like i was like oh wwe oh pat mcafee is a great color guy because they literally like if you if you watch the the sh- uh his uh show whenever he sat down with uh uh, Michael Cole, you know, it was like he, I get told nothing. I they tell me to react, and that's what I do. And it's just like wow, like and that's like real. Like it's like Pat's a real guy. He's not an actor. Like Michael Cole is an actor. You know, he even said, "I'm an actor. I know I have a script. I know what's going to happen, and I know what they're going to do." I mean, oh, spoiler alert: WWE scripted. But um, but I I like that. Aspect too is like, I'm a fan of the game, but I'm also, you know, I'm an actual football coach. So I know a lot about formations, what, what stunts they got to do, slip, the difference between a slip screen and a bubble screen, and, a, uh, you know, all that stuff. It's just like, that I think too much about. It's like, is that slip screen, bubble screen? I was just going to say it's a screen pass, nice screen pass. And it's like, and, but I'll stumble over my words. And that's like, I, I it's I think too much
0: and I think <laughs> that that's that's something that if we were to get teams it might be better yeah for for that to come across because then like I, I try to to bring that out with with Jathan about like or with any play-by-play guy that I have or yeah that I have that I'm working with is it was that the right call on third down is there something else that maybe they shouldn't have ran there. Was that the right call on second down? Should They, they went a couple of well, runs. Uh, would you have liked to see a play action there? Like that sort of thing. Um, and I think that's, that's maybe something that all play by play broadcasters in this league can maybe get, can bet, can get better at, um, because there is a, it, and there also it, it's more, it's emphasis on the, on the, um, play, uh, analysts as well because I mean some people have kind of soured on it but like what Tony Romo does and how he can break down something and like it's hey gonna G- be a Walter. pass here or I like, love that yeah or like hey Jim like they should like oh the safeties are coming in the box let's see if they take a shot like that sort of thing like that would be kind of cool to have um and I try to call that out in the broadcast like if I, I'm because I'll be like Setting up for the next call, and i will be like, "Okay, safeties are coming down into the box," and then they snap the ball, shotgun, and then you know the play happens after that.
4: And just like, oh, there's four wide receivers lined out to the right side. It's probably gonna be a quarterback run
0: or fake QB run.
4: Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Well. Yeah. That, that is. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I think we're gonna. This is going to be another long one for you guys. Uh, Don't have just, me on the
4: podcast anymore.
0: Uh, <laughs> just under the three-hour mark by two minutes. Uh, so appreciate – Anybody uh,
4: want to vamp for two hours? Yeah, I was, was going to say, two, quick, two, two, more, more talk, two more minutes.
1: Yeah. Anyone got two-minute thing.
0: Wow, you guys, I'm just going to mute you.
2: <laughs> you're, about to have, you're about to have me just log off and just go to bed. It's 1.20 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. twelve eighteen. Yeah. Where I am, you're two. Yeah. you're two minutes yeah. ahead.
1: You're you're. Yeah, I'm two hours USA and two money. minutes
2: ahead. Actually, I'm actually yeah. a time hey. traveler.
4: Hey guys, uh, people in Australia have already listened to this podcast and they hate it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Something like
0: that.
4: Oh
1: boy.
0: <laughs> well, thanks to Grin, thanks to Cole, thanks to uh, Matt Hatchell, and thanks to Tiny for. Uh, coming on to the podcast hopefully um this does get some people interested and you know wanting to be a part and uh if if uh you guys do i'm sure the link is or the form is still in the announcements channel if not just mention it on league chat or you know dm one of us um and we will happily send you the the application um to sign up um i know we we'd always like to get uh, more people in there because, obviously, the the more the merrier. Um, and you know, just where where it's been since I've been a broadcaster, where it seemed like it was a couple people that weren't here or that are not here anymore. And then Mike, myself, and um, they well, had five
5: where, last season.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, yeah, there was Murph, Cole, Hatchell, Mike, myself, Matt. Uh, pack for a little bit grin for a couple for a couple games as well so uh to see where it is now where we have uh influx and that's good to see but if you guys do happen to want the application feel free just give us a shout or look into the announcements you might have to scroll a little bit so you could get through some of those announcements and uh you could find the form where mike was talking about uh application for uh, being a part of the league staff. Um, so that'll be it for this edition of the yellow flag podcast, special, uh, broadcasters edition. Um, hopefully you guys like it. Um, comments, suggestions, you could DM me, JML one, one, two, five on discord. Uh, if you have a, a, a poor comment, then you could put that into my trash bin. And, uh, cause I don't want to read it. Just kidding. Uh, DM me no matter what. I anything to what you want to hear or see not really see well maybe coming up maybe seeing who knows we'll see but until next time have a good night everybody uh week three coming up on monday which is tomorrow when you listen to this podcast so coming up tomorrow at six will be the inside the bliss podcast that's gonna be a good one so until next weekend have a good night everybody